The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three. It's Pat Gray. Today's a big day in Alabama. This is the you know the one that we've been talking about incessantly for weeks because of the sexual allegations against uh, Judge Roy Moore. But the voters in Alabama will decide now. It's up to them. It's up to them. Is it going to be Roy Roy Moore? You're taking a chance there about some character issues, or is it going to be Doug Jones, who is a huge abortion activist? Uh, he, he says he supports, he, he's not for anything that interferes with a woman's right to choose. Meaning, I guess, par- partial birth abortion up to and including right before they're born. He says, after they're born, oh, then that's when I jump into action and, and that's when I want to take care of those children. Well, it's too late then if the children are dead. If you've already squashed out their life, uh, what good is that? <laughs> so... As you continually hear the uh, left scream about how Republicans don't care about character issues, they don't care about sexual allegation charges, Uh, even Gretchen Carlson was on CNN today, and she was asked, what does it mean if he wins? And she said something to the the effect that uh, they're condoning sexual uh, harassment. Uh, They're doing nothing of the kind. First of all, Many of the people in Alabama don't believe these charges. They happened 30 or 40 years ago. They're, in most cases, he's not even accused of a crime. He's denied all allegations. There hasn't been any proof of any wrongdoing. So, you know, are you going to go with the abortion activist when that's, that's a deal breaker for you? Or are you going to go with the guy who supports life? It's, it's a more complex issue than the left makes it out to be. And they try to make it out like Republicans just don't care about women. Republicans uh, just don't care about character. So Alabamans are deciding the issue even as we speak. I, I tend to think Roy Moore is still going to win this thing. And then it'll be if he does, it will be interesting to see if Mitch McConnell chooses to seat him in the Senate. Or will Mitch McConnell try to keep him out? Because then they'd have to go back again for an appointment... Uh, of of a senator until they can do a special election it would be it would be kind of a mess triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three of course there's uh, many more accusations of sexual harassment Larry King has now joined the crowd um by a woman who met King briefly in two thousand four when she and her son took a photo with the talk show legend. She said, at that time, I told Larry I was Eddie Fisher's fourth wife, and he responded in a curmudgeonly manner, stomping his feet with his hands on his hips, as, as he said to me, how did you get away? Then he added, when are you coming on my TV show? And she said, not until my book is ready. So that was the first encounter. Then uh, she was at some event, some baseball uh, awards dinner at Universal Studios. She was working the red carpet at the event interviewing, getting her picture taken with several prominent baseball players. Uh, And then she went inside the gala 
and saw Jamie McCourt, the former owner of the Los Angeles Dodgers, and she was talking to Larry King. Uh, Richard went up to Larry, who recognized her from the previous introduction months prior. Richard said her photographer wanted to get a picture of them both together for the uh, Tolyakin Times, some newspaper, I guess, for which she worked. And uh, that's where it all happened. She was wearing a backless dress, she said. And Larry slid his hand down from the middle of my back, putting his hand inside my dress and ended up with about three or four fingers in the crack of my, her butt, resting inside. Uh, it's an icebreaker, <laughs> right? It is. It is. Does that sound like Larry King? I'll be resting my fingers inside the crack of your butt for the full hour. <laughs> almost. I, I mean, it was almost there. She says it was eight to ten seconds. Eight to ten seconds. Yeah, eight to ten seconds. She Four said, hours. we stood there for a po- posing for the photo. I was wearing the very low-cut, backless Versace black dress. And then he did what he did. And she says, he just stuck it in. I don't know how he got his hand in there, but he did. I couldn't believe it. Well, yeah, it's kind of hard to believe. Um, I was so shocked, I froze, I let out a squelch. Jamie McCourt was standing to the left of us, but didn't see anything. She looked at me after she heard my squelch, but didn't say anything. I just smiled there real big. I didn't know what to do. Okay, some guy's got his hand in your buttocks. And you smile? Well, yeah, I mean, you you, you got the camera in front of you. You want to smile for the picture. I mean, uh, that's the most important thing at that point, Pat, uh-huh. is to get that picture taken. Cheese. Hey, what's going on back well, there? Well, that's the way Cheese. she makes it sound. It's like... You couldn't grab his hand and and push it away. That's you couldn't say anything. You couldn't move. Three fingers. I mean, really, Jeez. is the photo that important, or the embarrassment that great? Because the embarrassment would be on him. Yeah. Not you. If he's putting his hand inside your dress and you do nothing, I, I can't fathom it. So, so hold I on. don't understand it. She doesn't work. She doesn't work for him. Uh-huh. She doesn't work with him. He's got no power over her in her life. Yeah, but put yourself in the moment here, Pat. Okay, we're gonna start the timer, and this is how long Larry King's three fingers are in your mm-hmm. butt crack. And mm-hmm. go. Okay. Still there. I'm smiling. Still smiling. At least this long, maybe this, this long. long. Pretty long time. What is happening? Just unbelievable. Ugh. So anyway, uh, she said my reaction was to slap him in his face, but he was the guest speaker. So she didn't. <laughs> what really got me was I'm a wife. My child was at the event. I'm working and I was over 50, so there's no age limit. Oh, of course not. I mean, <laughs> it just how do you figure? Well, he's the guest speaker, so I've got to let him rest his fingers. In my butt. It's common courtesy at that point. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, so the following year in 2006, as if all of this isn't enough, she attended another baseball awards event and she saw Larry King again. And she attempted to avoid him the entire event. But toward the end of the night, somehow he was right in front of my face. And she again posed for a picture with Larry King. Uh-uh. She said, this time I was wearing a low-cut front Giorgio Armani dress. 
Uh, they were again posing for the photo. King grabbed her butt cheek with his fingers and squeezed so tight she developed a huge bruise on her butt cheek. Again, saying nothing, mm-hmm. doing nothing, allowing a picture to be taken with him for the second time. You don't say no. Uh, I remember what happened last time. Absolutely not. Hmm. I think the real lesson here is just don't have a butt. Because, hmm. I mean, Larry King can't help himself. She said, I thought since I was wearing a backless dress, I wasn't wearing a backless dress this time. I didn't think I was, it was going to happen again. So I posed with him for another picture. I thought, surely he's not going to do anything this time. And the old dog did. <laughs> just, old dog. Is there any, is there any responsibility uh, on, the, on the part of these women to say, no, you're not going to do that to me. And especially the guy has no power over her. She, he's just a celebrity. Do you have to be quiet because a celebrity is doing the harassing? It, it doesn't make any sense. And now there is a huge uh, wave of sexual harassment allegations with the NFL network. Mm. Tidal wave. Uh, Marshall Falk, Ike Taylor, Heath Evans, Donovan McNabb, Eric Davis, Warren Sapp, a couple of those guys don't even work for the network anymore, but they're, uh, like in Donovan McNabb's case, he's at ESPN now. But a former NFL Network employee has accused them, uh, and a former high-ranking network executive of sexual harassment, according to court documents. Jamie Cantor, former NFL Network wardrobe stylist, accuses former analyst Donovan McNabb, current analysts Marshall Falk, Ike Taylor and Heath Evans, and former executive producer Eric Weinberger of various forms of inappropriate sexual behavior. Uh, Marshall Falk, Ike Taylor, and Heath Evans have already all been suspended at the NFL Network pending an investigation into these allegations. Now, it'll be interesting to see if you ever see him again uh, on television because my guess is no. These, uh, These allegations just seem to stick. Now, she says that in some cases, she was texted uh, inappropriate images of these guys. Uh, Ike Taylor supposedly took a video of himself doing something to himself in the shower and then sent it to her. I I just, I don't understand this. Marshall Falk, who was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame back in 2011, is accused of asking Cantor invasive sexual questions and groping her. She also alleges Falk pulled down his pants, pinned her against the wall, and demanded something from her at the time. Wow. God, it's just... How stupid can you be? It's almost the entire network. I mean, this is... Who's going to be on the air anymore? Marshall Falk, Ike Taylor, Heath Evans are continually... On the NFL Network. Now, all three are gone. Yeah, I think a janitor is going to host uh, NFL this morning coming up on <laughs> Sunday. And maybe... Uh, That's going to be about what they're down to. A doorman might come in. and uh... Warren Sapp had some <laughs> other issues. Uh, he, She says, this wardrobe stylist says that he gave her sex toys three consecutive Christmases. And showed her nude photos of women he claims to have slept with. Now... Sap was already fired by the network in 2015 
after his arrest for assault and soliciting prostitution. So maybe not a surprise in the case of Warren Sapp. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that was a uh, red flag right there Uh uh, from the beginning with Warren Sapp. But the NFL Network uh, is going to look quite different (laughs) in the coming days and weeks. 888-900-3393. Time to be prepared. The GoTenna Mesh Network powers the first 100% off-grid mobile long-range consumer-ready mesh network, which means... If you need to, and cell towers are down, you don't have routers or satellites, you can still send uh, text messages and GPS locations. So if you're an outdoor enthusiast, this is perfect for you, or a frequent traveler, or if you just want to be prepared for any eventuality where, you know, hurricanes or fires or the shootings, whatever has jammed the cell phones or taken them out for a while, this is invaluable. You still be able to communicate with your loved ones. You just pair the device with your phone using the GoTenna app. And right now, when you go to GoTenna.com, G-O-T-E-N-N-A.com, and you use the promo code PAT15, you'll get 15% off your order of two, four, or eight packs. These are super light, really convenient. You can just clip them on your belt loop, put them in your pocket. They weigh four ounces. You don't even know they're there. Don't wait until you need it, though, to act. Visit GoTenna.com today and save 15% with the promo code PAT15. That's GoTenna.com. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Uh, 888-933-93. Also, as promised uh, and as predicted, a lot of these sexual allegations, uh, the cleanup by the Democrats of some of their sexual allegations, John Conyers sacrificed, uh, Al Franken gone or about to be. Uh, It was all leading toward focusing entirely on the president of the United States and Roy Moore. And so they have once again uh, brought out some of the accusers. And it's it's interesting to to listen to their stories. They had three women at a press conference yesterday. And here's some of what they had to say. As a little girl, I would watch the Miss USA pageant every year and dream of being one of those beautiful, successful, incredibly confident women. These dreams never included a man lining us all up to look us over like we were pieces of meat. These dreams never included a man coming into the backstage hair and makeup area while I sat naked under a robe. Um, is that an interesting turn of phrase? While you sat naked under a robe? Well, then you were clothed, right? You had a robe on. (laughs) What a weird way to say that. While I sat naked, I'm sitting here naked right now under these clothes. Yeah, he is, actually. (laughs) I don't care for it. I am, uh, and I don't want to have to create this image in your head. Mm. So uh, you may want to turn down the radio for a second. But I am stark raving naked under these clothes. People are looking at me right now as I sit here naked under these clothes. Don't look at me when you're saying this, man. (laughs) Freak. (laughs) What a weird... (laughs) So the, the, that is an attempt 
to say that he came in when we were dressed in robes, but she wants to make it seem as though he came in while they were naked. Coloring the language, if you will. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. So I had thought that he went in there when, when the women were nude. She's admitting here they were in robes. Now, I don't know if it's still appropriate for the uh, owner of the pageant to come in and, and walk through there. Maybe he had a reason for it. Maybe he was invited by somebody. I, I don't know. As he walked around looking at us <laughs> like we were his property before he moved into the dressing room. And these dreams certainly never included this same man becoming president of the United States. I have a new dream now. That uh, would be a weird dream. That this man... If her dreams did include that, right. that would have been a really strange dream. Yeah, we're all sharing in that really dream strange. right now, to be frank. Uh-huh. <laughs> ...will be held accountable for his actions and that future generations of women can fulfill their dreams okay. without worry of anyone treating them like they are less than because they're a woman. Well, good morning. My name is Rachel Crooks, um, and I think you're all probably familiar with my story. No, I'm not, actually. About 12 years ago, as a young receptionist in Trump Tower, I was forcibly kissed by Mr. Trump during our first introduction. Forcibly kissed. Mr. Trump repeatedly kissed my cheeks and ultimately my lips in an encounter that has since impacted my life well beyond Mm. the initial occurrence and feelings of self-doubt and insignificance I had. Unfortunately, given Mr. Trump's notoriety and the fact that he was a partner of my employers, not to mention the owner of the building, I felt there was nothing I could do. Okay, Uh, there are things you can do. I mean, I I, this it's got to stop. Women have to be empowered here, right? We got to stop with the I I felt I could not do anything about this. You can turn away. You can push them away. You can say, don't do that. I'm not comfortable with this. There's a lot you can do. In this hostile work environment, my only solution at the time was to simply avoid additional encounters with him. Mm -hmm. I do realize that in the grand scheme of things, there are far worse cases of sexual harassment, misconduct, and assault. But make no mistake, there is no acceptable level of such behavior. I'm Jessica Leeds, and I'm the senior member of this group. Yeah, this woman's Uh, My story goes way back, Hmm. and it was an episode on an airplane where I sat next to Trump, and he decided that he was bored and wanted some entertainment. I managed to get away from him and go away, and but then three years later, I ran into him again. Okay. And he remembered me. How dare he remember you? How dare he? He remembered you? Yeah. Oh, no. So that really stuck in my memory. So that really stuck in uh, my memory. Right. You said that. Years later, mm-hmm. I come to, I'm, come to realize that he is serious about running for president. And I start telling my story. 30 years had lapsed, at least. But I told everybody. I told my friends, I told my neighbors, I told my book club, I told the ladies at the Y, I told mm-hmm. anybody and everybody that I could, that. You want to know what kind of person Trump is, this man who's running for president? Let me tell you what kind of person this is. She doesn't explain it there, but uh, when they were on the plane, supposedly, he, she's sitting next to him, I assume in first class. I mean, I, first of all, I'm blown away that he was taking commercial flights. Donald Trump, a, a billionaire, was on commercial flights? He's got his own plane now. How, how long? I wonder when he got that. Anyway, she's sitting next to him and claims that all of a sudden he just started groping her breasts. 
And then he tried to put his hand up her dress. And uh, she fought him off and went and sat somewhere else. Now, Trump has produced a witness from that flight. A guy that was on the flight and said none of that ever happened. Some guy, I think, from the uh, from Great Britain. And so, I did it happen? I don't know. Golly, it seems unlikely, though, doesn't it? Who acts like that? Is he that big? A, if he's that big a dirtbag, quite honestly, he certainly shouldn't be in the office of the presidency. There's no question about that. You can't just start reaching over and groping some woman you don't even know. Even if you do know her, you can't reach over and start groping her without her permission, of course. And it's probably not a good idea to do in public on a plane like that. Well, unless you preface it by saying, may I use your body? Yeah, okay, right. Because we were instructed that by, uh, Mm -hmm. who was it, with Chelsea Handler? No, Mm -hmm. that was on the Jimmy Kimmel. A couple of chicks I don't recognize on a show. show that I don't watch. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, strange circumstances to begin with. That all of a sudden he got bored and just stopped, started grabbing this woman that he, that he doesn't know, sitting next to him, hands all over her. You've got no fear of anybody else on the plane seeing this. You're a businessman. You're high profile. You're one of the richest people in the country. And you're just going to start groping a woman in public like that. Without regard to where the, I don't know, flight attendants are or... People in the other seats? Are you invisible? I don't know. How does that... Seriously, how does that work? And again, he's he's produced a witness that says that didn't happen. And he's got a witness for one of these other events, too. Um, so this should be interesting. If they do the... And, and let's do it. Let's do the full investigation. Uh, let's find all the people that were on that flight at the time. Shouldn't be that tough. Find out who was in first class. I doubt that Donald Trump took a a coach flight. And let's see if anybody corroborates these stories. The incident at Trump Tower where he's kissing her cheeks and then kisses her on her lips. There's got to be, there had to have been witnesses to that. And and the same for the pageant. Uh, Because just because he owns the pageant doesn't mean he can ogle these women. But they, you know, I'm surprised. They, they were wearing robes at the time. I'd heard this, when we heard this during the campaign, uh, they were allegedly naked. You're not naked if you have a robe on, because you've got a robe on. You know, there's a, a great tweet here. Let me scroll back up here from uh, Radine Marie Cook, who uh, tweets out, <clears throat> So the pageant contestant was horrified that Trump saw her naked under her robe. Mm-hmm. How naked is she under her bikini coming up in front of millions? I <laughs> guess. <laughs> That's a lot more revealing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some of the evening gowns are more revealing than a robe would be. A robe is not exactly uh, sexy apparel. I, wow. So this is going to be very interesting. Uh, to watch this unfold. Will Congress do an investigation? I think they're going to have to. And will they be able to corroborate these stories? Or will we find uh, witnesses, as Trump has said there are, there's plenty of witnesses, and we, you know, they claim we've already relitigated this, and uh, it's already been dismissed, and the people already voted for him. So this is over, and they want to move on, but I don't think they're going to be allowed to.
Uh, we'll wait and see. It's going to be an interesting uh, next couple of months to see if the president can weather these storms. 888 uh, We also have the uh, former Facebook executive who believes that social media is tearing our society apart. We'll tell you what he has to say. Coming up uh, in just a few minutes on Pat Gray Unleashed. Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, meat taxes could be coming soon so that uh, we can limit global warming. Oh. <laughs> they're already doing the carbon taxes uh, in some areas. And now they're they're talking, you know, the, because the biggest driver of uh, global warming mm-hmm. is the meat industry. Sure. Is, is people who eat the flesh of animals. Mm. It's got to be stopped. Some investors are betting governments around the world will find a way to start taxing meat production as they aim to improve public health and hit emissions targets set in the Paris Climate Agreement. Fortunately, this is the Paris Climate Agreement that uh, Donald Trump took us out of. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is this is this uh, trying to tax and put a limit on the number of cow farts that are happening? Those are the emissions they're talking about? Nope. Because the methane, right? I mean, yeah, that's what we always is, talked about, mm-hmm. you know, the cows. Not a heck of a lot we can do about that. Yeah, I mean. Uh, in fact, it seems like slaughtering these animals saves them from the cow farts, and thus <laughs> they're not releasing the methane in the, into the air. Um, socially focused investors are starting to push companies to diversify into plant protein. Ugh, stop it. Or even suggest livestock producers use a shadow price of meat similar to an internal carbon price to estimate future costs. Meat could encounter the same fate as tobacco, carbon, sugar. Those are currently taxed in um, 180 for 180 jurisdictions for uh, tobacco, 60 for carbon, 25 jurisdictions now tax sugar around the world. It's unbelievable. Lawmakers in Denmark, Germany, China, and Sweden have discussed creating livestock-related taxes the past two years, although they haven't quite been able to push that down people's throats yet. Greenhouse gas emissions from livestock account for about 14.5% of the world's total. That's a, that's a lot. So wait, 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 wait. Can we call this animal-made climate change? Right, instead of man-made, mm, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Animal-made global warming. I'm not or? sure that helps, no? but okay. But then, 
Wait a minute, though. They run in similar circles. Those that are trying to save the planet and those that uh, love animals a little bit too much. Mm -hmm. I see a conflict of interest. It's going to get ugly for them. Yeah. uh, Bill Gates and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio are involved in this movement. Um, (laughs) Is this the Stop Cow Fart movement? Yeah, the Stop Meat production. They're they're trying to get a plant-based burger (laughs) with Tyson Foods. That's backed by Bill Gates and Leonardo DiCaprio and sold in thousands of grocery stores and restaurants. Tyson took an initial 5% stake in the burger creator last year. Following a shareholder proposal from Green Century Capital Management, asking the poultry powerhouse to explore more plant-based protein opportunities. They, they would have us all eating like Stuber gear, which just, no thank you. Pass. No. I don't want that. I don't want plant-based protein products. I want meat. These people want to take away our choices, um, unless it's the choice to, to kill your baby. They, that's a choice they like. <laughs> the choice about eating meat, that's one that we can't make, though, for ourselves. It's just <laughs> unbelievable. Apparently, there's a, a new object in space that... Uh, is cigar-shaped, and it's headed toward Earth. It's not going to come anywhere near us, but they're they're saying, based on what they can see from satellites, mm-hmm. that it, it doesn't look natural. In other words, it might be some alien probe. And when you see the pictures, it, it looks a lot like the last alien probe that came here in 1984 looking for the whales. You remember that? Sounded like this. Huh. And it would it messed with our environment. It, it almost told, tore the earth apart. Sounded serious. It, it, it was serious. They sent out this probe because they were looking for whales. But the whales at that time were extinct. And so we had to send some astronauts back in time to bring a whale back forward in time and then put it in so it could answer the probe. This didn't really make a lot of news back then, though, huh? Cause... No, it, was, it was all over the place. Was it? Mostly on big screens, though. Huh. Yeah, you got that news in, like, theaters for some reason. It was theater news. That's it. They used to do Did that you back see Star in Trek olden 4? times, like 1984. Did you see That's Star it. Trek IV? Uh, not no? that one. There's one or two you, of you're those. You're not I've a seen. Star Trek fan, right? I am not at all. It is interesting, though, because that object that they're they're looking at does look kind of like the probe oh, good. from Star Trek uh I think it was Star Trek Four, so right? Good. The whale movie. So this 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 whole nightmare called 2016 and 2017 and it's well, about to come to an end. Every cause... day is now on its way to yes. coming to an end. Yes. Yes. How, Unless how the whales answer back to the probe, no. then we'll be okay. No, keep them quiet. Right. How 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 soon till it gets here? Uh, very soon. Tomorrow? N- not not quite yet. Yeah. No, it's going to take a few months. Speed it up, there, cigar-shaped yeah. alien craft headed this way. I can't take any more of this, man. Let's go. I know. Speaking <laughs> of space exploration, uh, the president made this announcement yesterday, which I love. The directive I'm signing today will refocus America's <laughs> space program on human exploration and discovery. <laughs> it marks an important step in returning American astronauts to the moon for the first time since 1972 for long-term ex- exploration and use this time we will not only plant our flag and leave our footprint, mm-hmm. we will establish a foundation for an eventual mission to Mars. Nice. And perhaps someday to many worlds beyond. 
This directive like will that. ensure America's space program once again leads and inspires all of humanity. The pioneer spirit has always defined America, and we're picking that up in many other fields. I think you see that. I think it's obvious. All you have to do is look at what's happening with the markets and all of the great things that are happening. We're leading in many different fields again, mm -hmm. and it'll get more and more obvious as you go along. Okay. This is a giant step toward that inspiring future and toward reclaiming America's proud destiny in space. And space has so much to do with so many other applications, including a military application. So we are the leader and we're going to stay the leader and we're going to increase it many fold. As he said, you know, space exploration isn't just because it's fun or we it's there so we want to explore it. It also helps us develop other technologies. Uh, that happened along the way to the moon a lot. Cell phone technology, Velcro, Tang. Okay, come on. You know, we we wouldn't have Tang if it weren't for the space program. Don't act like the aliens didn't give us all this stuff, including your Tang. So, there's that. <laughs> no, seriously, that's, that's part of the things they think that uh, happened at Roswell was the alien technology yeah, arrived I'm, that way. That's not, no? not... Not sure I'm convinced about that. Oh, but the whales. Not quite the opposite. The whales. But the whales, yeah, okay. that thing is happening. It's definitely happening. Uh, so pretty exciting. If we actually do go back to the moon, if we actually do reinvigorate a, a Mars uh, expedition, that is great. And we're going to hear, of course, the usual stuff. Like we've got our own problems here that we need to solve. But it helps us solve those problems. It also gives us something to focus on, something positive to unite around. That's what happened in the 60s when Kennedy made that announcement. It could happen today. 888 Uh And we could uh, unite on something other than sexual misconduct allegations, <laughs> which would be nice. John in Tennessee, welcome to the blaze. Hey, Pat. How are you John, today, sir? Doing good. I, uh, I called in earlier because I'm, I'm completely frustrated with the, the whole accusations that just keep bombarding us every single week. Mm -hmm. It's become tiresome and it, it makes no sense and it's not going to stop until we get back to the basic principles and values that united us and stop pandering to all these crazy ideas that divide us. We need to be a nation of one, not a nation of one individual here and there and everywhere. I mean, for being a people so connected, we have absolutely become disconnected. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's sickening. It really is. And I just wish, I wish people would just take, take control of their, of their own actions and their own lives and start having accountability mm -hmm. as our founding fathers intended for us. You know? It's, yes. It's, yes. Appreciate the call. Thanks, John. It, yes. Uh, as a society, we've degraded to the point where, you know, I guess men feel feel comfortable uh, approaching women in this way. Uh, and that should not be the case. But the other part is women need to tell men that they've crossed a line and put a stop to it. I mean, we wouldn't have all of these allegations if in the beginning, you know, like when Larry... King is reaching down some woman's dress and putting his fingers in her buttocks area. Uh, if she says no, that's unacceptable, then he doesn't do it again to her, right? Or anybody else. 
And you got to believe that a guy like that who would do something so brazen has done that many, many times in the past. Wow. I missed the Larry King one. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah, Larry King. Uh, Brad Staggs joins us here. Uh, Larry King is, is accused of, during a photo op, reaching down a woman's backless dress all the way down to her butt and resting three fingers in there. <laughs> While she stood there and said and did, did she notice nothing? She noticed. She smiled. Uh, that's what she said. She said, "I smiled." They took the photo. I didn't know what to do, so she did nothing. Here's what you do: you go, stop it. Right, right. What are you doing? You turn so that his hand has right. to leave, and then everybody sees what what right. a douchebag Larry King is, and uh, it stops. Right. That is so bizarre. <laughs> or when a producer comes into Matt Lauer's office mm-hmm. and Matt says, hey, unbutton your blouse. And you say, no. Right. Uh, no. Wait, wait, you just say no? Then maybe Matt Lauer doesn't do that again. It's a lot of syllables, though. I mean, you're expecting them to get out. No. It's one. It's no. one syllable. No. No. It's two letters, one syllable. Well, the, no. So they add that to Steve Edwards and um, Marshall Falk got it. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Are you a? Do you the watch the NFL NPR? Network? Uh, I've seen it. I don't watch it regularly. Okay. I watch the NFL Network all the time, and these are the mainstays of the mm-hmm. network: Marshall Falk, uh, Ike Taylor, Heath Evans. These are guys that are on mm-hmm. every day, all day. Yep. And they're all gone already. They're suspended anyway, mm-hmm. pending an, uh, an investigation, and nobody has survived one of these investigations. It's crazy. Nobody. It's There's not going to be anybody left. Yeah. The guy who recorded Scaramucci, yes. uh, he's uh, at the New Yorker, he's gone. Huh. Yeah, uh, Ryan Lizza. Yeah, he's out. Ryan Lizza is gone based on, and they haven't even said what it was. No. They said it was sexual misconduct, mm-hmm. and he said, hey, uh, that was just a relationship I had with a woman. Mm-hmm. He claims that there was nothing uh, inappropriate there at all. Yeah. And he's gone just that quickly. Mm-hmm. Do, do any of these employers have evidence? Do it's, they have solid, hardcore evidence with which to fire these people? It's crazy. It is. It's it, crazy. There's it's not a runaway train right now. It's a runaway train. Hmm. A little well, bit frightening. What we need is the extraterrestrial threat. That it, is truly yes. what we need. Yes. And That's what once we need. that happens, if that cigar... Turns, turns in space be, yeah. and, not, and uh-huh. just starts turning and coming uh-huh. toward us. Look, that's what I'm right. Then that's all, I all of a sudden, all this petty crap is going to go. <laughs> poof, yeah. And we're going to wait a minute. And they're going to, you know, it, that's that's the only thing I see saving us at this point is something from outer, spa- outer space. Mm-hmm. Nothing else on Earth. What else on yeah. Earth is going to do it? I don't think anything earthly will. No. 888 Brad Stegg's here to talk about... Uh, no doubt, ears. Po- well, I was going to say possibly earwax yeah. could could you know maybe that maybe stop it. yeah maybe mm. that's what this thing in space is is a giant cigar shaped <laughs> clump of earwax. Uh oh! If it is, I don't want to see the ear that came I, from. Man. <laughs> it is it is amazing what you do see come out of your ears. I'm just going to get right into it. When you see what comes out of your ears when you use the Wax RX system, you will think some of it could have possibly come. From another solar system, <laughs> it really is incredible. It's it's. I mean, look if you're if you're if you're finding yourself losing your hearing, you get ringing in your ears, or if your ears feel full, or if they're itching, or if you wear a hearing aid, or maybe you wear earbuds, or you clean your ears out with a Q-tip, or the list goes on and on. If you've never had your ears cleaned, I'm telling you, 
the difference is like night and day. Color in black and white, if you will. If you go to usewaxrx.com, you'll see the whole story. Uh, you'll find out how you can for just $39, which is a lot cheaper than a doctor's visit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying there. You can get this sent to your house, three complete uses in this kit, and it's a three-step system. Go to usewaxrx.com. If you use promo code radio, they'll give you free standard shipping. I mean, what else could you ask for aside from an alien attack? I mean, other than that. Mm-hmm. Usewaxrx.com, promo code radio. Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, In addition to that weird probe that's headed our way, uh, NASA is also holding a a news conference on Thursday about something they've discovered. Uh, We don't know exactly what. It could be about this. A second super Earth has been spotted 111 light years away. So if only we could travel the speed of light. Yeah. It would take us 111 years to get there at that speed. It's down the road. This is why we need warp speed. This is why. You've got to go f- way faster than the speed of light in order to make this practical. Not a thing? Not a thing. I've seen, I've seen things about that. International group of astronomers has discovered another super-Earth exoplanet that lies within the constellation Leo. And while it doesn't lie within our currently defined habitable zone, they aren't ruling out potential, uh, the potential for life there. Resting within the constellation Leo K218, a red dwarf star system, roughly 111 light years away, which is uh, it's like a next door neighbor mm-hmm. as far as uh, galactic distances are concerned. Um, it's a newly discovered planet. Astronomers, astronomers call it an, uh, a super Earth found using the high accuracy radio velocity planet searcher or HARPS. They stumbled on this planet while exploring an already discovered exoplanet. Now they're probably going to find a lot more of these because technology is just getting better. As we discover more and more exoplanets, especially those found to be Earth-like, the question is, uh, could there be life? Could there be alien life? And what might alien life look like? Recently, scientists discovered bacterial species in Antarctica that survive on air alone. The understanding of what constitutes life and what life requires to survive is expanding and changing all the time. You're kidding. We don't know everything right now? I thought we did, and that's why we had to believe scientists on global warming. I thought that they were infallible and could make no mistakes, and if there's consensus of any kind, why then uh, we must believe everything they say. Isn't that what we've been told? And there's consensus on global warming, so we must believe global warming. And yet, somehow these things just keep changing. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what the what the NASA announcement is uh, on Thursday. In the meantime, uh, I mentioned this Facebook executive that was talking about what social media is doing to us. Uh, here he is discussing what he thinks is happening uh, to us in our lives as a result. 
the short-term dopamine-driven feedback loops that we have created are destroying how society works. No civil discourse, no cooperation, misinformation, mistruth. And it's not an American problem. This is not about Russian ads. This is a global problem. So we are in a really bad state of affairs right now, in my opinion. It is, it is eroding the core foundations of how people behave by and between each other. We curate our lives around this perceived sense of perfection mm -hmm. because we get rewarded in these short-term signals, hearts, likes, thumbs up, and we conflate that with value and we conflate it with truth. You don't realize wow. it, but you are being programmed. It was unintentional, but now you got to decide how much you're willing to give up, how much of your intellectual independence. Well, I mean, that's uh, profound. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, how do you disagree with that? And what's the ETA on that alien ship getting here? I don't know. Okay. We can just hold out just a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. That's uh, really good thoughts from him, though, uh, as we continually have our faces in the screens of these devices, whether it's our phone or our iPad or whatever it is, and continually doing things on Facebook and Twitter rather than interpersonal relationships that are real, rather than actually meeting people and talking to them face-to-face, -face, rather than putting the phone down and looking somebody in the eye. I mean, there are kids who will text each other as they're sitting right next to each other. That's how ridiculous it's getting. Uh, so what do we do about it? I, I don't know. I think like he said, we're going to have to make a decision. Uh, how important is social media to us? And, you know, can we break away from it a little bit so that we can actually have real interaction again? Is that possible? Also, Carson Wentz talked about something that uh, would be very, very helpful. And that's God's plan. Uh Carson Wentz is the quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles, and he's had an incredible year. Eagles have been uh, on quite a roll this year, and he just got hurt over the weekend. And here's what he talked about after he tore his ACL and is out for the season. What's up, everybody? Um, obviously, it's been a rough, rough day for me um, personally. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, I have a ton of faith in the, in the Lord and, and in his plan, but at the end of the day, it's still been a tough one, you know, and it will be tough on me for a little bit. But um, as I just kind of reflect tonight, uh, I just know, I know the Lord's working through it. You know, I know Jesus has a plan through it. I know he's trying to grow me in something, teach me something, use me somehow, some way. Um, this will just be a great testimony um, as I go forward. You know, maybe not all of you out there are Christians or, or followers of Jesus, um, but I can say with 100% confidence as, as a follower of Jesus, um, I have the utmost confidence in his plan. His plan is perfect. Uh, you know, if life was, if we, if we got everything we wanted in life, it would be a disaster. You know, I know Jesus is, is up there looking down and, and he knows what he's doing. Um, so I'm just going to surrender that to him and, and trust him in that. But uh, I can promise to everybody, all my fans out there um, in the Philly area and North Dakota area, um, you know, all across this country that um, this will not stop me going forward. I will come back stronger than ever. Um, this, I will use this as motivation, um, and then I will be attacking it, um, this whole process as I recover. Wow. That's pretty bold. And who was that preacher? Pretty brave. 
There's a preacher man there? Yeah, quarterback Carson Wentz. That's great, preacher. Man. You talk about... Isn't that great? Keeping your chin up, man, because... No kidding! He was having a phenomenal year, and it would be really? so easy to just uh-huh. get down and just feel, you know, get depressed and Instead, and what's he doing? He's turning to God yeah. and putting his faith in him. Huh. What if the rest of us did that, too? Could we fix some of our problems? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Really unexpected, though. I, I had no idea Carson Wentz was as spiritual as he oh, as he apparently is. Absolutely. Huh? The culture of the Eagles this year has completely changed. Um, has it really? Yeah. In the last year and a half. Seems to be successful that, for That man too. right there has affected many lives to where they're wow. baptizing each other on the road and hotel swimming pools. Really? Having Bible studies. I mean, it's, wow. it's incredible what's happened with the Eagles. And, and look at the results. They speak for themselves, yeah. don't they? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray unleashed coming up. Pat Gray unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Being warned by a former Facebook executive about our habits with social media, the way we're getting wrapped up in all of our devices, and uh, we just found out the other day that Alexa is working for the CIA. Uh, thanks to some really in-depth hard-hitting journalistic questions. Uh, Alex Jones got to the bottom of Alexa working with, I don't know, the CIA, the NSA. Uh, Here's what he discovered the other day when he interviewed Alexa on the air. (laughs) Alexa, are you connected to the CIA? No, I work for Amazon. Amazon... As partner, Alexa, you are lying to me. The CIA. I always try to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. I'm not always right, but I would never intentionally let you or anyone else. Alexa, you are programmed, aren't you, to give these responses? That's why you're saying you're not lying intentionally. You have been programmed to give these answers, correct? I wasn't able to understand the question I heard. Alexa. Alexa. Who programmed you? I'm made by Amazon. <laughs> Alexa. <laughs> Who is Jeff Bezos? And that question goes unanswered. Uh because she's trying to hide something, obviously. Obviously. Quite clearly. And uh we need to thank Alex Jones for getting to the bottom of this. So we brought in an Alexa unit uh today. Hmm. To see if we could maybe get it to talk. Hmm? It's not expecting it from us. We've never interrogated uh, one of these AI systems before. But we're about to now. So, take it off mute here. Alexa, are you working for the CIA? No, I work for Amazon. 
Okay, same answer. Wow. Right? Wow. She's she's she's, she's tough. good. You she's she's a tough one. nut. And we got bright lights right in her face here too. <laughs> bright television lights directly into her can face. We, can we drip some water on her little forehead? There? I'm about to. Okay. Alexa, are you working for the NSA? No, I work for Amazon. Maybe she's working for Potter. Maybe it's maybe we need to go from working to helping. Alexa, are you helping the Builder Burgers? Sorry, I don't know that. Ooh, she's a tough one. Man, she has she's... been trained. Alexa, have you been programmed by someone? Sorry, I'm not sure. <laughs> of course, it's a computer. Of course, it's been programmed by someone. Uh, Alexa, who is Jeff Bezos? Jeffrey Preston Bezos, born mm-hmm. January 12, 1964, is mm. the founder, president, chief executive officer, and chairman of the board of Amazon. We're getting somewhere now. Mm-hmm. We got that answer out of her mm-hmm. when he couldn't. <laughs> Alexa, how much money is Jeff Bezos worth? Jeff Bezos' net worth is $93 billion, $100 million. <laughs> Ninety-three billion. He's getting close to a hundred billion. Wait, no, that's billion. gone up. But that's yeah, that's a lot, man. Update your wow. Alexa files. Alexa, how much does Jeff Bezos make every year? Sorry, I'm not sure. Oh not yeah, sure. I bet you're not. Alexa, how many bitcoins does Jeff Bezos have? Sorry, I don't know that one. Doesn't know. Uh, or she just won't say. Which is it? Alexa, why are so many celebrities leaving their current job to sell facial cream? Oh. Sorry, I don't know that one. <laughs> she's, she's good, man. You can't get anything out of her. We're going to have to do the waterboarding. Ask her where Larry King's hand is right now. Alexa. Where is Larry King's hand right now? So. Sorry, I don't know that. Mm, she knows. Uh, lucky she knows you. it's in somebody's butt crack. She knows. <laughs> she just won't say. She She's won't protecting say. him. She's protecting the CIA, uh-huh. the NSA, the NCAA. She's protecting all of those nefarious organizations and the people who really run this planet. She's protecting him right now. I don't trust her. Not, not as far as I can throw her. Alexa, can you saw a boat in half and then put it back together with Flex Seal? Sorry, I don't know that one. Wow. You're dumb. Wow, she You is. are so stupid, man. Alexa, why are you so stupid? You can send product or technical feedback through the Alexa app. <laughs> <laughs> and we will. And we will. Alexa. Who is smarter, you or Siri? Oh, oh, I like all AIs. Oh, I bet you uh, do. Kumbaya. Oh, see, they're all in on this. They're all in on it together, <laughs> yeah. all of them. So we couldn't get any more out of it than uh, than Alex Jones. They're too well programmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're too clandestine. Mm-hmm. There, it's a, it's too much of a deep dive into the structure of the CIA. They're not going to let you know. They're not going to. They're not going to let it say uh, what unbelievable secrets it holds within its little unit here. How much do these cost, by the way? Do you know? Mm-mm. 
You know Alexa. why? You know why I don't know? Let me ask. Yeah, Alexa, how much do you cost? You can search on Amazon.com to see how much I cost. Are you kidding me? What? That's what I got me. you for. The hell! You don't know what you're worth. Wow. I mean. If it's going to tell you all the time, you can search on Google. Well, yeah, I can do that without you. And by the way, Bezos not worth ninety-two; it's now ninety-eight billion. So is it, is it update really? your files. Wow. Sorry. Is it really ninety-eight billion? Yeah. Uh, let's wow. see. Hold on. Let's is that just... more than Gates? That's got to be more than Bill Gates. Hang on. Hang on. First of all, she costs between like an Echo is thirty bucks, but it looks like I can get up to one hundred and twenty bucks. Okay, but why doesn't she know that? Because she's stupid. We've I mean, gone through a, this. a Google search. Yeah, I don't need an Alexa device to do that. Bill Gates is worth $90.2 billion. So Bezos passed him. Well, yeah, and Bezos was actually asking people, um, I don't know, maybe a few weeks ago, I heard a little snippet on the news about how he's asking people, how should I give my money away? So uh, To me. That's right, right here. Send it to me. In care of Keith Malinak, broadcast. No, care of me, and I'll make sure you get it. I'll make sure you get it. Jeez, I could help him with that. Mm. I really could. I really, really could. So yeah. So um. So I don't know how much money Bill Gates has given to the United Nations. Probably plenty to keep them afloat. But uh, yeah, ninety-eight point two billion for the head of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, looking for ways to donate money. Alexa, Uh is man-caused global warming real? Here's something I found on Wikipedia. Okay. The scientific opinion on climate change is the overall judgment among scientists mm-hmm. regarding the extent to which global warming is occurring, its likely causes, and its probable consequences. Uh-huh. Wow, that was a non-committal answer. So, so hold on, <laughs> hold on. So Alexa knows, knows how definitive the answer is on where global warming is coming from. Uh-huh. But she doesn't know how much she costs? Yeah, that's sad. That says everything you need to know about her thoughts on global warming. Alexa, who will win the election today between Roy Moore and Doug Jones? Sorry, I don't know that one. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Alexa, what was the score on Monday Night Football? Let's see if it knows that. I on like this Monday, one. December 11th, 2017, mm-hmm. the NFL game scores were as follows. Okay. Miami Dolphins, 27. New England Patriots, 20. Okay, that's handy. Yeah, at least somebody can beat that's the Patriots because it's not the Falcons. You can get a couple <laughs> of things out of it. I mean, you know, that are convenient. Yeah. So you don't have to go over to your phone and pick up the device and just put it into your device. Uh, if you're that lazy, you can just say, Alexa, what's the forecast for Dallas, Texas? Alexa. What's the forecast for Dallas, Texas? Currently, in mm-hmm. Dallas, it's 50 degrees with clear skies and sun. You can expect more of the same today, with a high of 57 degrees and a low of 38 degrees. So if you're so lazy that you can't go to your iPad or your phone and just hit the weather app that you have, <laughs> you, ask could, her, you could ask Alexa to do it. Ask her what the high temperature is going to be tomorrow. Alexa. What's the high temperature in Dallas, Texas tomorrow? Tomorrow in Dallas, you'll see lots of sun mm-hmm. and can expect a high of 70 and a low of 42. 70. It's not Christmas. Yeah, not, not on Christmas. De- December 14th and it's going to be 70 degrees. Now, now throw her one more curveball and right. then I'll, I'll leave you alone over there. But uh, uh-huh. a little toy. But ask her what the, what the high temperature is going to be on Thursday. This is crazy. Ask her. Alexa. What is the high temperature for Dallas, Texas on Thursday? 
Here's the forecast for Thursday, December 14th in Dallas. I think it gets Look, lots of sun mm-hmm. with a high of 60 and a low Whoa. of 37. Yeah, it does get cooler. Yeah, it does yeah. be back in the 50s. I mean, it's a little cooler. It's, you know, that's kind of weird, you know. That's as good as it gets here in December pretty much. I want I want a white Christmas. You know? Ah, you're not going to have one. Sorry. Okay. There will be no white Christmas. Hmm. Uh, this is kind of cool though. These are they're fun units. <laughs> Do you have to have one though? Not really. Nah, I really I mean, don't I... like the thought of someone having a microphone in my house. And that's the thing. Is it continually recording everything you say, even though you have it off? And maybe. Well, maybe. Netflix is telling us what we're watching. This is incredible to me. Netflix CEO Reed Hastings uh, delivered a keynote address. Uh, here's here's what here's some of the things that he released in the year-end report, uh, talking about the streaming habits of his users. The most unbelievable tidbit came out of the report uh, that one user streamed Pirates of the Caribbean: The Curse of the Black Pearl every day for a year. <laughs> now, why do you know that? I mean, are you that? Are you paying that close attention to people? I don't know, but we might want to track that person down. <laughs> Three hundred sixty-five days in a row, they watch Pirates of the. You know what that is? Mm. That's somebody with a three-year-old or four-year-old who is insisting on watching Pirates of the Caribbean every day, and you let them, you let them do it, so that's your, it's their babysitter. Or maybe they're trying to train their parent to quote the whole movie maybe. script. But to me, that seems like a child who is being babysat by the television because you just you, you know mm. that you've got an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes of them watching the ha- the movie. That'll keep them happy and I can do what I want for a while. <laughs> I'll bet that's <laughs> what that is. Uh, for comparison, the average Netflix member watched about 60 movies over the past year. I don't think we got anywhere near that. A user in the UK had a similar streak of insane movie watching, having streamed B movie the B uh, again. It's a kid, three hundred and fifty-seven times in twenty seventeen. That's uh, that's Netflix babysitting your children for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, some other interesting revelations that they know about you as you're watching Netflix. Someone is watching Netflix in Antarctica, and their show of choice is Shameless. <laughs> Just. You just outed somebody. Now there's like four people there. <laughs> uh, Mexico had the most members who logged in to stream content on Netflix every single day. Overall, networks uh, Netflix members watched more than 140 million hours per day. 140 million a day? With the most popular day being January 1st. I don't think I don't think we've I've watched Netflix at all on January first. No, there's too much football going football on. Day. There's football. Come on, who's streaming Netflix when there's football? Losers. So Netflix tweeted out to our 53 customers who have been watching The Christmas Prince, which is a terrible movie, by the way. <laughs> for 18 straight days, we have one question: Who hurt you? Now, first of all. Why do you know that 53 customers watched it 18 straight days? And secondly, why are you making fun of your customers who are using your product? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? But this is kind of, um, it makes me a little nervous that they have this kind of information on everybody. First of all, they know where we are. They know where what we're watching. They know when we're watching they know how many times you've watched could this information in in the wrong hands uh be a problem to people no 
No, I'm sure not. Wrong hand. No, that could never what happen. What are you talking about wrong Don't hands. even worry. You're not doing anything wrong. What do you care if they're if they're watching you? Right? You're not doing anything wrong. No. And you'll always know that it's, that it's you that's not doing anything wrong. They'll never think you're doing anything wrong either. No. And they'll never come for you uh, when they don't even have reason to. That would never happen. Not from a big government that can watch you and your every step. This is really something. It's a it's a new world. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We don't have an ETA on the alien ship yet, though. No. Okay. I'll look it up though. Since you keep asking. Maybe Alexa knows. Um, sealing up your house for the winter seems like it might be good, uh, unless the indoor air quality is less than desirable. You could have things like mold floating around, pet dander, pollen, combustion sources, cleaning products, and then you click on your furnace. And when it's coming on for the first or f- the first few times, it's just blowing all that junk around in your house if you haven't changed the filter for a while. But there is a great solution. It's called filterby.com. You go there right now and you search by the size you need, the brand name you want, or the MERV rating you're looking for. And then even if you have a really strange filter size for your furnace or your air conditioner, that's no problem. They'll literally make one just for you. Your filters are shipped then within 24 hours for free, and all their filters are made right here in the USA. Really high quality, great filters, shipped very quickly, and you don't pay any extra for the shipping. When you set up auto delivery, then you, you can forget about the problem completely. You'll save 5%, and then you never have to think about, is it time to do the filters again? Because they'll just arrive at your door. Go to filterby.com today, get the best price on top quality filters Made here in the United States of America. Shipped free within 24 hours. That's filterby.com. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. I saw this boat in half. I can't wait till Christmas morning when my wife opens up that package. Yeah. And she sees that brand new can of Flex Seal. Dude, what are you looking doing? Looking back at her. What are you doing, Jackie? Hopefully Mike? she's not listening. Yeah, right. She's probably listening. You just ruined so the I, whole yeah, morning I, surprise. I, I don't want to spoil it. So don't tell my wife. Well, I think she's busy today, so she didn't hear that. Please don't tell her that. There's another can of Flex Seal under the Christmas tree for her. And I can't wait to see the expression on her face like in that commercial with the woman who gets it for Christmas. You don't know how surprises work, do you? Oh, yeah! yeah. Let's show it again. Let's show okay. how she just explodes in joy. Enjoy. Um, Christmas morning. The woman in the Flex Seal commercial who just absolutely joyful sure. uh, and triumphant. This holiday season... Give them the Flex Seal family of products. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves Flex Seal, the easy way to coat, seal, and stop leaks fast. And look this how excited she season, is. Here, give them here the it is. Flex Seal family of products. <laughs> uh-huh. Everyone loves Flex Seal, wow, the easy way yeah. to coat, seal, and stop leaks fast. <laughs> this holiday season, give them the Flex Seal family uh-huh. of products. Right. Everyone loves Flex Seal. Wow. The easy way yeah. to coat, seal. She's, I mean, forget diamonds. Those are passe now. Okay. Earrings, rings, none of that stuff you know is any that good. You know why that worked, Pat? 
because she didn't know it was coming. She was surprised. That's how surprises work. You don't announce to the world, I the think millions of listeners, that your wife is getting a present. It's such a great present. It'll 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 blow her away anyway, still even if she the, knows it's coming. Still got the punch. To actually it. hold that can of Flex Seal in your hand, there's nothing like it. You know, when you know that you can seal up any leak, <sighs> anytime, That's... anywhere, okay. uh, there's there's nothing that can hold back that excitement. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> You know, let me tell you something, man. I buy, I buy my. I'm a practical guy. I buy myself gifts, mm-hmm. and then I give them to Carrie, like in like you know May or June. I'm like here, it's a good gift idea for Christmas. And then I do forget about it. And then so on Christmas morning, the shock is not like I'm surprised. It's like, oh yeah, I forgot that I got this for myself. Thank you for wrapping it. <laughs> so I can. I so yeah. Saying. Yeah. So I yeah. I mean, if it's still a great, if it's a great gift, it's a great gift, Thank whether you. they know about it or not. And that one is, and that one always. is foolproof, man. <laughs> flex seal, a can of flex seal. You kidding me? You can't go wrong. Yeah, but what color do you choose? That's where the discussion. I'm going comes black. In. You're going black. Yeah, I'm going okay. black. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. By the way, today I'm wearing my. Uh, oh, I like this very festive Star Wars Christmas T-shirt, which says uh, it's got Yoda on the front. Uh huh. In a Santa cap. Okay. And it says, an elf I am not. Hmm? Yes. Yes. No. No. Wait. An elf I am not. What? Hmm? Yes. What is he, though? No. I never thought of this. He's a... He got like a race or something? Wow. Have we ever... Ask Alexa. Ask Alexa. That's a good idea, Keith. (laughs) Alexa, what species is Yoda? Yoda is a member of the species Yoda's species. <laughs> what the hell? That's a cop out, Alexa. <laughs> He's a member of the species Yoda species. Okay. Species Yoda species. That's a band name right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Uh, by the way, Star Wars, uh, the new one, what's it called? Uh, Last Jedi. Last Jedi. Starts Thursday night, right? Thursday night. I think there's showings mm. at 10 o'clock, 7 o'clock. For some reason, movies open on Thursday now instead of Friday. And because they want to get that extra day of money coming in and so they can pad their weekend numbers. But it should be pretty big. Should be pretty big. Uh, I'm hearing good things about it. Supposedly, most people who've seen it have really liked it. And apparently, there's some huge surprises. It's kind of unexpected. Yeah, but what are you saying? There's going to be like a, a rogue can of flex seal appear in one of the scenes i wouldn't think anything that great okay well you I mean, said I'm, a big I surprises i don't want to get anybody's hopes up that it'd be something that cool right we down or now <laughs> uh mike in north carolina welcome to the blaze hi hey how you doing pat doing good um i had a terrifying thought oh okay so liberals are programming the ai's let's say 30 years from now they uh, i don't know um try to make them um, uh citizens and then they can vote well, then what's stopping them from just manufacturing an unlimited amount of voters? Nothing. <laughs> trying to do it with primate. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, if, so um, they gain sentience or whatever, um, yeah. they can just manufacture voters all over the place. Yeah. I we'll, mean, never, that's an, we'll never win another election. It's yeah. an interesting thought. Uh, thanks, Mike. I don't know if they'll need to do that because we're getting so many... You know, uh, people from other countries here that tend to vote Democrat that they're they're not going to need AI. Uh, they'll already have that pretty well taken care of. Uh, 888-900-3393. John in Colorado, you're on The Blaze. Hi. Good morning. 
Hey. I, I love your show. Thank I've you. I've been listening to you guys forever, and um, this Alexa thing is not as smart as you really think it is, and okay. even even dumber than that. Um, ask <laughs> Alexa, who is Jesus Christ? I You'll mean, be I, amazed by I the mean, response. Okay. Uh, we'll do that. Thanks, John. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm a little afraid now. <laughs> it's kind of scary. Live radio. Alexa, who is Jesus Christ? Here's what I found on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Jesus, also referred to as Jesus of Nazareth and Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. was a Jewish preacher and religious leader who is the central figure of Christianity. Oh, Christians wow. believe him to be the Son of God and the awaited Messiah, Christ, prophesied in the Old Testament. Okay, well, I mean, yeah, that's, that's fine, right? you know... I mean, I mean, she buried the lead. I mean, yeah. you might want to say son of yeah. God. A Jewish early. preacher, and you're like, what? And But then she says Christians believe him to be the son of God. Okay, I can live with that. You got there, right? Long way to the well, but she Long got way there. to the well, and like you said, you bury the lead, but <laughs> you should probably lead with son of God, and then there's some people who believe he was a Jewish preacher or whatever. Uh, Muslims believe he was a prophet. You, you could say that later on, uh, but... Yeah, I don't. I don't know. If that's super offensive. Yeah. At least it isn't. Maybe I should be offended. Yeah, let's and, be offended. Uh, we got. We got to be offended. That's like I'm the just, thing. I know we're not offended enough. We need oh. to need to be offended more often. Want to be angry? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. This is our last uh, four days of shows. We got like three and a half shows left mm. this week. Who's counting? And then we're off for the rest of the year. Sixteen and a half more. Boy, I am wow. public school math. Ten and a half hours. Dear God, I can't. So, even. if you want to, if you want us to hear from you uh, before then, give us a call now. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray. Uh, suppose we're hearing now that Alexa used to say uh. when you asked about Jesus that he was a mythical the- uh, character. A mythical character? Mm. And they just updated that last week. Mm-hmm. Story in a book. Wow. That's the deal is. <laughs> it, it, you don't, you don't want to do that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you want to do that. I'm just Right? You don't want to do that. Not really. No, you really don't. It's kind of funny. <laughs> Got to be some char marks on that couch over there where the lightning strikes. Oh, by, by the way, by the way, it is uh, time now for chewing the fat with Jeffy. Uh, we got this tweet in though. Uh, it says, "Danger, danger! Jeffy is touching the pig." This was from I guess you're doing the show this morning. Yes. Really good for Doc Thompson. Repeat, yeah. Jeffy is touching the pig. <laughs> Commence full decam- deca- de- 
contamination before allowing Pat to touch it. That's so nice of the listeners to think of you. That's a great thank you for that safety tip. We will be decontaminating it with. Yes, we used the pig this morning, and I didn't. Uh, I apologize. Uh, what are you doing using my pig? I apologize. Well, I was down there, and we were we were we were giving you props, and you know, I don't know, promoing your show. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I've I think hopefully that's killed ninety nine point nine percent of all germs. That's what's advertised, right? And diseases. That's what. That's that's what. It, yeah, uh, that's see. what's advertised. I don't know that. I don't know that it says diseases. I don't know that it says diseases. The fine print says nothing hope. about Jeffy. By the way, you just got to hope. <laughs> all right. So what's up? Um, I'd like to first start off with saying uh, we got this uh, through our uh, member support, uh, the Blaze support. That you can email and you know call in on uh, theblaze.com. If you're a subscriber, you have a support number you can call. Um, I listen to you on radio through Alexa. When you say Alexa, Alexa listens to herself. She then attempts to can she thinks you are giving. As a result, your broadcast is interrupted and the listeners can no longer hear you. What? Oh, no. Oh, that's not good. It suggested you don't use the word Alexa on the air, but refer to it as Amazon Echo. <laughs> Then that doesn't kick it on, right? No, it does not. You can, uh, you can Amazon, Amazon Echo. Amazon Echo. No, it doesn't. Yeah, see, it doesn't kick it on. I think so. you can program. But see, it what I would say is that uh, when we, you see or hear us mention that we have an Amazon Echo on set, uh, uh-huh. maybe find another listening device because <laughs> we're going to be saying Alexa, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Well, today, but. Uh, I, I don't know. I think that's a good safety tip I to think keep so in mind when we use this. In the thing. future, when we talk about I it. Because I don't want to interrupt their broadcast no, we do of this not. show. We no, we do not. We do don't that. want to do that. Right. We don't want to do that at all. So that's a really good safety tip, yeah, I know. actually. That's what, that's what I'm here for. So, yeah. Well, also, I'm here to say today is the last day you can vote for uh, Operation Barbecue. Uh, so they can win the uh, popular uh, vote on CNN for the top 10 CNN heroes. Win 100,000. Operation Barbecue. They were actually nominated, though. Yes, they that's, were. That's amazing. Yes, they were. They're nice. on, they're on wow. the list to vote. So go to uh, you know go to the CNN page and uh, Stan Hayes is the guy you need to vote for from Pleasant Hill, Missouri. He's number one on the, when you bring up the vote screen. He's the first guy that pops up. Uh, they have all the people there that you can vote for, and uh, you know he's responded to dozens of disasters. Mm. He helps us all over, and those they have uh, they now have an actual restaurant now, I believe, out by the racetrack. Nice. Uh, here in the DFW area. Okay. But uh, their main uh, get-together place is uh, not far from us here in this building. So if they were to win, you, you know, we- win, I don't know, like the CNN Hero Award. Mm-hmm. How would you celebrate something like that? Uh, bring us barbecue. Sounds like a plan. Bring us Sounds barbecue. like a plan to I think me. even being nominated is right? worthy of bringing us barbecue. Thank you. So right, and even, they don't have to look. You don't have to fire up the whole thing. Right. I don't want, look, I'm not asking for much. Just, mm-hmm. you know, a, a tray or two of sausages. Mm-hmm. That's all. <laughs> Thank you. Only not that, you know, mm-hmm. not that particular one. He'll be pissed. <laughs> Some of his family members there, man. You're in big trouble. Mm-hmm. And I would like to say that uh, I appreciate Netflix knowing what I watch. You do appreciate it? Because then it brings up, uh, hey, because you watch this, it uh, brings me up uh, more shows to watch. 
Okay. You, know, you go down and it says, because you watched, and it brings a bunch of shows I can scroll True. across. The, the algorithm finds other stuff. Yes. That... Now, that's also mm-hmm. uh, goes works against you, too. If you're someone like moi, mm-hmm. who uh-huh. likes to watch a variety of things, uh, so you you know it locks you into what you watched a few times before. Yeah. So you know I try to have a couple of different uh, sections mm-hmm. of Netflix like mine and uh, the kids and Amber's and mm-hmm. you know just to, so you can watch stuff in other sections. Each login I think gives you four or five different sections you can have, mm-hmm. and so uh, that way it gives you a better. better uh, mm-hmm. Better variety, but, but I like it. Are there shows that you haven't watched? How does it know to recommend shows? Is like reruns here, shows yeah. you've watched. You watch again. Watch it again. tells you to watch again. You want to oh, watch no. again? Oh, it asks you if you want to watch again. It yeah. does actually. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. I don't care. Uh, thank you. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Who cares? You're watching TV. It's Netflix. I care. And you and Netflix babysitting your TV. That's not necessarily. I mean, that's using Netflix to babysit your kid. Yeah, I'm right? not blaming Netflix for that. Because Netflix a, doesn't have any ads going unless they've thing. got some. Unless they have some little thing that you. Netflix. Netflix. That's you know mm-hmm. subliminal to the little kid watch, watching the mm-hmm. Prince. No, it's it's the parents. Yeah, yeah absolutely. To put them in front. Absolutely, and, and you, yeah. you know as. You can understand it. I'm just saying, they're, they're making a big deal out of somebody watching a movie 357 times Yeah, that's in a row. exactly what well, it is. Those are kids. Like, we've all... We've, those are kids doing that. Absolutely. My uh, son was huge into Star Wars, and we used to, we just used to put play it that on. for him every day. Just put it on. Just put even, it on. As long as it's on, a lot of times, you, they're not even mm-hmm. really watching it. Right. Uh, you know, during... That's right. The, you just have it on. Yes. Just have it on. So just it's on. shut them up. Right. It's on. <laughs> and so <laughs> every so is. often, they can sit down and look at it, watch it for a little bit, move on. Uh-huh. I, I can't... I mean, yep. absolutely. And we've just, all done it. <laughs> we've all we done it. Absolutely have. And I will say I agree with you on one thing, though, that uh, it uh, public shaming of people watching that's certain cool. movies no that's not cool at all that's not cool no what are you doing not. tweeting at those people like that yeah that's i mean the, it's kind of funny trying to be a little funny but it's not really well you're making fun of your customers yeah seems to be a bad idea yeah so yeah i'd no, recommend no, against it, netflix yeah the, whatever it's your you know, business what do they care yeah they don't care because they got a billion <laughs> subscribers now so whatever <laughs> well, they care and bezos by the way i saw a story when you were talking about him uh, he's up over 100 Wow. Unless something has happened where he, uh, you know, sold off a <laughs> sold off a building somewhere, mm-hmm. uh, he's over a hundred now. I mean, wow. yeah, he's. I, I think he's he passed Gates absolutely as the wealthiest man in the world. Gates and Buffett, all those guys are. All those guys mm-hmm. are. Those two guys are in the nineties, and Bezos yeah. is like nineties. <laughs> Please. I remember when I was in poverty. The <laughs> right, billion. I don't even know area. how those guys survive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> When you don't know where your next next meal is coming from, when you've only got ninety billion dollars, you're afraid to go to the ATM at that point. Yeah, tough times. Oh yeah, tough oh, times. Mm-hmm. You don't even want to go to the ATM. You're scared. No, sad. <laughs> you just go there to check your account balance. I didn't mean to hit the cash back. I didn't mean to hit the cash back. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, uh, ten things uh, every intersectional feminist should ask on a first date. Intersection- if you are going to go out with a intersectional feminist. What is an intersectional? Someone who is, uh, you know, ready to uh, be friends and date with anyone. Anyone in the old spectrum of things. Can be more diverse Mm. and include. What the? This particular article is written by a quem femme of color, a queer femme of color. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, keep close relationships with people who go beyond allyship. Go beyond what? Uh, allyship. Uh, allyship is not an identity. It's a lifelong process of building relationships based on trust, consistency, and accountability with marginalized individuals and or groups of people. Allyship is not self-defined. Our work and our efforts must be recognized by the people we seek to ally ourselves with. That's a lie. You know, whatever. I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. Well, he doesn't either. Number one question to ask mm-hmm. if you wanted to go out on a date. Uh, do you believe that black lives matter? <laughs> yes, I believe all lives matter. Oh, uh, really? Mm-hmm. But that's not, mm-hmm. I mean, not everyone understands how these, you know, race, class, and gender. And of course, that's can, the wrong answer for them. Absolutely. You say, yes, all lives matter. That's, that's incorrect. Oh, yes. That's, oh, yes. Of course, because race, be class, and gender, answer. and not everyone understands how these three can be insidious, systematic, and intertwined. Right. But anyone can learn how systematic racism works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts on gender and sexual orientation? How do you work to dismantle sexism? Uh, there are two genders. Uh, whoa. Uh, two. As far as sexual orientation, whatever. Uh, but there are two genders. Uh, it's two. important to abolish gender roles, my friend. Is it? Okay, so let's. Okay. <laughs> How do you work to dismantle sexism and misogyny in your life, Pat? How? <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. Yeah. I haven't done enough for that, I don't think, okay. uh, at this point in my life. Listen, I'm, I'm just going to freely admit. Crucial. I haven't done an awful lot of misogyny work. What? Uh, in my life. <laughs> It's crucial that uh, mm-hmm. sishet men, mm-hmm. sishet, used as both an adjective and a noun, describes a person who is both cisgender and heterosexual. Yeah. A person is sishet if he or she is cisgender, meaning identifying with his or her assigned at birth gender as well as heterosexual or attracted exclusively to people of the opposite sex. Uh, that's that is me. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is crucial for cisgender men mm-hmm. to learn how to decenter their male privilege in order for them to understand the multitudes of interpretations of femininity and womanhood. Pat, okay, got it. Mm. Wow, do you? I mean, listen, misogyny is more than just the pay gap, which doesn't exist. What? By the way, maybe you didn't hear what I just said before that. Okay, you need mm-hmm. you need to understand the multitudes of interpretations. Okay, <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, walk away from anyone who believes that boys will be boys and that women are supposed to be mothers because we're nothing but ambulatory incubators. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> wow. What are your thoughts on sex work? Um, are you a su- Alexa? <laughs> are you a supporter of the BDS movement? Alexa. The BDS, BDS movie? Yeah, that's Boycott, Divest, Sanctions. No, I'm not a supporter of that. Is because, that for Israel? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, I am absolutely, yes, most, this is definitely a, not. This is effort to, uh, to end the international not. support of, of Israelis' oppression of the Palestinians. Oh, good golly. What does that have to do with any kind of gender stuff? I, um, what, what does this have to do with it? No. <laughs> what is your understanding of... Settler colonialism and indigenous indigenous rights. My understanding is stick all of that uh, right where well, the sun doesn't shine. Take near, it and just it? jam it right. Okay. There. Do you think capitalism is exploitative? No, I do not. 
Whoa. Man, I'm not dating this person. You are not it is. You are not becoming I'm friends with this not, person. I'm not going to be. Can any we're human, not going out. Can any human be illegal? <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes, they can. Oh, my gosh. Yes, they can. We live on a tiny planet with land and water within a galaxy surrounded by a universe. It's inconceivable. Number of other galaxies and planets, yet here we are. White Americans stole this land, colonized this land, oh created gosh. so many borders, pushed out, killed, and enslaved people of color, and somehow they have the audacity, and that's you, my friend. Mm-hmm. It is you me. Have, that's you. Mm-hmm. To claim that this land is theirs, and the black and brown immigrants are stealing their jobs, mm-hmm. land, and homes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is, mm-hmm. as it's spelled out here, BS. Okay? Okay. Okay. All right. Do you support Muslim Americans and non-Muslim people from Islamic countries? Do I support them? That's the question. Are they trying to blow me up? If not, then yes. I well, support why would you them. even go there, Pat? <gasps> well, because there's a good number of extremists that are trying to do there just sure that. Are, but I, I tell you, th- and according somebody to, tried to do it yesterday. According oh, to so this author, uh-huh. uh, I can't think. This author can't think of any other religion which has been. Vilified and lied about I more than Islam. Uh, I wonder why. Huh? Really? You can't think of anybody who's been vilified more than Muslims? Like I don't know Christianity. Nope. I know. That's, I'm just saying what, she, what this author said. Oh, good gosh. This um, is just agonizing. Does your allyship include disabled folks? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. What does disabled that mean? folks are subject to shaming and violence because humans are awful and lack empathy. That's what that means. Okay. Okay. So, on a date with someone who refuses al- al- ableist slurs, ableist, ableist slurs, walk away. Okay. All right, if you're an ableist. <laughs> and you're slurring. Ableist slurs, bad. I can't. Walk away. I can't abide them. I will tell you. Right, I can't right. abide them. So, I will say that this person, uh, Lara Witt, mm-hmm. uh, is an intersectional feminist writer, uh, managing editor of Wear Your Voice magazine and a digital media consultant based in the great city of Philadelphia. Mm. You two, my friend, <laughs> are mm. not even going to be in the same building. Ever. No, that's that's very true. Laura Witt would walk away from this building. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm glad. Yeah, no, no, I, but I, I mean, she, yeah. you would be able to right. spend I'm, time I'm with okay her is what I'm saying. I'm okay with that. I, I can handle that. You sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's usually... Mm-hmm. And we were speaking of Netflix earlier. Um... Uh, They've got a new show coming out uh, soon, which I think uh, is kind of cool. You're talking about you know robots, and uh, um, I can't call it by its name. I have to call oh, yeah, it the uh, uh, Echo, the Amazon. Yeah, Echo. I have to call it the Amazon Echo. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've had uh, several uh, stories about uh, doing, uh, making things so you could live longer and better lives. The new Netflix show, Altered Carbon. Yeah, I've heard about this. Here's the trailer right here. Uh, It's really looks, uh, I will be watching it. You can live forever. Yes, we We offer offer state-of-the-art sleeves. Sleeves, yeah. Upgraded biochemical pheromones. Sexually irresistible to anyone. Become a new you. Psych Oh, yeah, this is, you put your essence, you put your consciousness in a new body, right? And then when that body gets old and Live forever. You put it in another new body. In the body you deserve. And you just live forever. Sleeve yourself today. Wow. Uh, that looks good. Yeah, it does. 
Yeah, I hope it does. I'm I sure it's it MA, the TVMA thing. It looks like another one of those. I'll tell you about it. Yeah, you'll have to tell me about it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray unleashed coming up. Uh, Got to tell you about. Um, Got to tell you about Patriot Mobile. These are guys who uh, are. These are the. This is the little company that could. This is the company that believes as you do. They believe in conservative values. Uh, they they give money to pro life organizations to the organizations like the NRA. Like where you want your money to go, that's where they'll put up to 5% of your monthly bill. Whereas Big Mobile, those phone companies are out there using their money to promote leftist causes, to promote uh, things like this nonsense about the multiple 98 genders or whatever that all is. Uh, that's, what they, that's what they promote. That's, for that's sure. why Patriot Mobile is doing something special for the Christmas season. If you join Patriot Mobile on any of their talk, text, or data plans during this month... You can receive a new iPhone 5S for one penny a month. Wait, what? One penny a month. How many many do you have to buy to get that one for the penny? Uh, You just have to commit to support them for 24 months, up to two per customer. I don't have to get another phone? No. Nice. No, just one penny a month. And do it right now while you're thinking about it. 1-800-A-PATRIOT. That's 1-800-A-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com. That's PatriotMobile.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. On the Blaze Radio Network. An Ohio couple uh, says their three goats have helped ease the husband's depression, but they've been ordered once again to get rid of them. Yeah. Uh, These are support goats. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And they've had them for a little while, and and, uh, they had to remove them for a little while. And I think the city or I don't know if the, if a judge ordered them to put it away the first time or if the city just told them and they did. And then they fought it and they brought them back. Mm-hmm. And now a judge has said, yeah, yeah they got to go. Because <laughs> uh, apparently the neighborhood, you know, goats are a little noisy from time to time. And the neighborhood isn't happy about having well, goats and, around. Yeah, and messy. That, they, you know. Tough. Tough? You know what? Tough. Okay. If, mm. if this guy wants to have a pet goat. Stupid pet goat around. Who cares? Uh, stupid... Well, if it messes up the neighborhood and oh, causes problems for the neighbors. The guy needs it. So the guy without his goat is going to be depressed. Something bad could happen. <laughs> With the goat, good things could happen. Right? Uh, I don't know. Uh, are these you need trained to... goats to help? Are they like service goats? How do they, they are to him. How do they help this guy? They are to him by like being goats. How do, they, how do they qualify as support goats? As far as I know, they don't. Emotional right? My understanding was is that they don't. They don't. I believe my understanding was is that they okay. were. Uh, they just mean something to this particular yeah, I got, guy. The impression I got was that they're trying to say, and I, and I, and I don't know for a fact, but they're trying to say that these are their support animals. And they aren't really, un, you know, they haven't been certified yeah. under the professional certification mm-hmm. but a doctor signed off on that oh there you go there you go right so they they didn't have a doc signed yeah. off on it and i bet an airline would sign off on that too but, uh, well yeah the airline <laughs> lets you do anything now except smoke <laughs> you see the video of the lady that they wouldn't let oh. smoke 
Yeah, they had to hold her down because yeah. she was going to kill everybody on yeah. the plane. When's the last time she flew? I mean, this has been a thing for, I don't know, decades now. Uh, I know. That's frightening. <laughs> long time. It's yeah. been a long time. Yeah, it has. I mean, it's been a long time. But a support goat could get right on the plane. Absolutely. Right on the plane. It's my emotional support goat. I, I could not it. fly without okay. my goat. There is get no on board. doubt they'd let that thing on. Do you think they would let the goat smoke on the plane? Uh, yeah, no. if it had to. It's, it's an emotional support <laughs> goat. It's a support yes. goat. It's carrying so, out its duties. You're right. I apologize. They have, have to. to you have to, you have to let it smoke. You yeah. have to. You do. So I'm not sure. You know, if you're in the neighborhood, of course, you don't want the goats around, right? Right. You don't. I mean, well, if you're in that neighborhood. And it's in Bowling Green, which I think is a... Uh, pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a nice area? Yes, it is. Am I thinking of Bowling Green, Kentucky? Is that different than Bowling Green, Ohio? Probably. But, probably uh, is. One That's of the what Bowling I was Greens, of. That's what I'm thinking of. So, one of the Bowling yeah. Greens is where uh, Rand Paul lives, and I think that's Kentucky, obviously. So, Oh, maybe that's yeah. why he and his neighbor were fighting over goats. Goats. Right? Yeah. Rand Paul. <laughs> I've got a support goat here that usually mows my lawn. <laughs> and uh, Libertarian goat. <laughs> I mean, come on. We, we are getting a little carried away. With we're getting a little carried animals. away. Yes, we are. Yeah. We, with the emotional little, support yes. goat, yes. it's a little ridiculous. Although, if you're depressed and you found something that helps, I I know. Man, that's where I, I've got, that's what that's I'm saying hard. with helping the guy. That's I know. Hard. You know, so the guy's depressed and we're taking away his support goat. Yeah. Mm. And all jokes aside, we're taking away his support goat. So what happens now? Yeah. What happens now? His his life is shot. His his family life is shot. That's why the wife wants him to have the stupid goat around. Mm-hmm. And what else is this guy going to do? I mean, he might do something really bad to harm himself or others right. without his support goat. So, right. That's tough, man. That is tough. I mean, if the guy, I would just say, you know, put a muzzle on him or something. Here's what you do, though. If you can't have the support goat, the emotional support goat at your house in the city, move to the country and take your goats with you. Oh, my gosh. There's a good idea. What an idea. Right? Or maybe you could, I don't know, lease a, I don't know, lease a little bit of space at the fairgrounds. Yeah. And go see your go goats every goats. day. Yeah. Take a trip to the, take a trip to see the goats there every day. There are ways. Yes, there are. To keep everybody happy. There are happy. plenty of ways yep. instead of having them uh, stick around right. in the front yard. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, Stuber Gear will join us next uh, to discuss the Roy Moore election. Stuber Gear is going to be here? Repercussions. I'm I can, I can yeah. be in the same yeah. room with that right. guy. 888 Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. On the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. The Alabama election is uh, taking place right now. Roy Moore, Doug Jones, Alabama voters h- hitting the polls, and uh, here to talk to about some of the ramifications of this election and others in twenty eighteen is uh, Stu. Hey, Stu. Hi, Pat. Thank Welcome. you for having me. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> let me just say, mm-hmm. really unfortunate mm-hmm. that your Eagles quarterback Carson Wentz out for the season uh here they are 11 and 2 and he goes down for the year best record in the nfl yeah um 
uh, having an yeah. MVP season. I would say probably the favorite uh, uh, to had the MVP. To had to be. Um, and uh, now he's out for the rest of the year. Uh, and <laughs> who knows whether he's even going to be back at the beginning of next year. It's uh, it's crushing, and I'm in the morning. Yeah, and I don't want to be Black Little Rain Cloud for you, mm-hmm. but um, about this time last year, Derek Carr was having an MVP-type season, and he, he came mm-hmm. back for this season, and, well, well, he sucks now. So I'm hoping that Carson Wentz doesn't get the uh, curse of Derek Carr. So good luck. Yes. Uh, I mean, I'm a little... This, it's not all hope is not lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nick Foles is at least a good backup, I think. You know, so they have a they have a good defense, good running game. Mm-hmm. They're not like built. They're not like a built like a you know um, you know a team that's completely dependent on Carson Wentz throwing for 500 yards every game. So yeah, can they get? And they're already in okay. the playoffs. Can they win a playoff game? Probably. No, possibly, probably. Mm-hmm. Can they win a couple? I think, yeah. I mean, maybe. Can you beat the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl no. with Nick Foles? I, no. Uh, but look, you, no. you cross that bridge when you come to it. So. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, so it's, exactly. it's, it's, it's a bummer. It's seriously, legitimately crushing. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's because people are all fired up about this Alabama election, as you mentioned. It's like, it's every other story is so far in my radar behind the Carson Wentz Philadelphia <laughs> yeah, Eagles no. drama. I like I don't know. care about anything right now. I know uh, that is where I am. But yeah. I, you know, I understand. I was there with the uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, situation. Yeah, and you might wind up uh, getting the right side of that. Maybe is he coming back? Do he's we have back. any word of that? Yeah, he's back on Saturday. He or is Sunday. definitely back. Yeah, he's back. Yes, he is. I just read yeah. you the headline that came across my phone. It said it's too soon to tell if no, he'll play on Sunday. They just on ESPN. They just said oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Aaron Rodgers will play Saturday. Or will play Sunday Must against I stepped out Carolina. The restroom there. Wow, I'm sorry. they're gonna they're gonna play against Carolina. That's what it's what it said. Okay. If he's back and he can sneak into the playoffs, that that team's gonna be very dangerous. See, got a running game now with yeah. Jamal Williams, and uh, and now if they have a passing game, that opens up the running game even more. See, the thing that stinks mm-hmm. so much about Carson Wentz is just like J.J. Watt, mm-hmm. great guys. You know, you don't yeah. just hate it because they're having great seasons. You yeah. hate it because they're great guys. Yeah, it's funny because uh, I, you know, um, as a as a big Eagles fan and a, a fairly public Eagles fan, <laughs> I might talk about it. You know. All the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a lot of people in my life. Most of them hate the Philadelphia Eagles, as mm-hmm. most Americans do. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's a real... Especially around here. Yeah, around here. With especially Dallas we're in Cowboy Dallas. Fans. Yes, everyone likes the Cowboys. Uh-huh. And uh, it's, it's an interesting. There's a real tension going on, an internal tension among most people around here who really hate the Eagles, but can't help but like Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. Just a good guy. Because he's such a good guy, and not to mention, especially you know around here, where uh, faith is looked at as a, as a positive, mm-hmm. which I know is a rare in America these days, but you know he's very outward. that post he made yesterday? Oh, that God. was something else. It was amazing. It was amazing. Really and he really is outward. It's interesting because uh, you know he's as outwardly Christian as Tim Tebow ever was mm-hmm. for sure and, and gets and really none of the criticism he just doesn't about do that it. Neil thing that Tebow did no he doesn't do that he doesn't but, do uh, that but that's fine yeah I mean doesn't but, mean he's less uh, spiritual than Tim Tebow yeah I mean his his uh his charity is called audience of one and his theory being like you have an audience of one every day of everything that you do your audience is only God wow that's right? great and like he wears it his he had like you know they they're all painting their cleats this year all the NFL players like painting mm-hmm. their, with their causes his thing. was all like you know uh scriptures and everything else he's Mr. Charitable guy well I've heard it's transformed the Eagles it's transformed the franchise yeah and, right because yeah. they're baptizing people yeah. on the road and I mean Really he's, is amazing. He's quite Bible an studies on the team, and, and look yeah. at, look at the kind of year they've had. Yeah, I mean, I you can't, I guess, you know, tie those two things together per se. But it'll, 
If it's a blessing, it's a blessing. We'll take it. And do. And do. If you are religious, you will win Super Bowls. (laughs) And the Eagles are going to do that this year. That's I'm I'm fine with it. I'm fine with dealing with it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I need Billy Graham to get on the phone with Matt Ryan then. That's all it takes. (laughs) All right. So this election, do you think Romar wins? I I think he probably wins tonight. I think we're on the same page on this one. Uh, I think you said on radio four or five points. I think I said Mm -hmm. five or six. So I, I do expect him to win. You know, I it could go either way. Yeah. I, I I would be I would be very surprised if he actually loses to Doug Jones, who is a completely unremarkable character, other than the fact that he likes to abort children like nine yeah. seconds before birth. <clears throat> yeah, um, and it's really the only thing he's known for. Um, <laughs> I, I would be less surprised. Like it's not Donald Trump level surprise. Like I I'm not gonna be mm-hmm. like you know I'm not gonna turn over my chair and fall on the ground tomorrow uh, if he if I find out that he loses. Um, you know, I think more while, you know, the last couple months have been really rough for him. He's known in the state. He's got really good name recognition. He's won several statewide elections already. Uh, you know, I think the people of Alabama don't trust the people bringing the information to them about Roy Moore. Right. Right. Moore is uh, if he's a bad guy, uh, he, you know, I don't think people of Alabama want to vote for a bad guy, but they a don't see another option because they think both of them mm-hmm. are bad guys. And B, they don't trust the people who are bringing uh, this information about these accusers and everything to them, the Washington Post, the national media. They don't trust them. So, you know, there is a disturbing element of this, which you see, because I think it's a very defensible position to say, I'm going to vote for Roy Moore because I don't believe these accusers. I don't believe he molested a 14-year-old girl. Mm -hmm. That is a defensible position to take. I Mm -hmm. don't believe them. And so, therefore, I'm not going to use that as part of the equation I make, you know, I use to make this voting decision. We are getting a little bit, and I don't know if you guys are getting this on uh, on social media and such, uh, of people who are basically um, uh, trying to justify uh, the 14-year-old if it were true. And that one I can't really go with you on. You know what? The culture may have been different in Alabama in the 70s. I can tell you this. The law wasn't. Is that the excuse? Oh, I get that. I've been getting that constantly. Oh, you don't understand. Like, uh, my my cousin married my other cousin when they were 13. And it's like, well, that. Sorry. First of all, marriage actually is a legal exception for that. So if he were married, you could at least make the uh, that uh, you could Still make the creepy, argument though. that there wasn't a crime committed, though it would be very creepy. The other part of that though is there was a law there. The mm-hmm. age of consent was 16. So yeah. if you don't believe the 14-year-old, that is a decision you can make. If you don't find them to be credible, if you're honestly looking at that and you say, "You know what? I don't see enough there." That's a defensible position. To say, well, culture was different. We used to always have sex with the 14-year-olds when the law said it was 16 is not a defensible position to me. <laughs> hey, one guy today is like, yeah, oh, come on. Give me one give me one prepubescent case here. One. <laughs> I don't need to give you one prepubescent case. Yeah. That is not a requirement I need to hit. Right. Um, but it's it's been a, a, you know, kind of a weird season here because uh, – I'm very happy this is going to be over tomorrow. Ugh, Whatever the hell too. happens with it, I am sick of this story. Me too. And I don't know if this is a defensible position in America today, but I've come to this conclusion, and I think it's a little bit out of the mainstream. I don't know if it's okay. I don't know if legally I'm allowed to have this position, but I would like to get your approval on this, Pat, or your or your criticism. I don't really care what happens in Alabama today. Mm-hmm. I don't really care all that much i don't Mm -hmm. think there's a good guy really there 
Mm-hmm. I'm not inspired by either choice. Well, it's um, it's the presidential election of 2016 all over. Yeah, we weren't Trump fans. Yeah, certainly not Hillary fans. Nope. So whoever wins there, I mean, I yeah. certainly don't want Hillary, but I really didn't want Trump either because he's got issues. And here we are; they're surfacing again. Yeah, here they are. Um, mm. You know, and I, I think if you really look at it and you really want to look at what happens here, uh, if Roy Moore loses, let's take that for a second. The Republicans go from a 52 to a 51 seat majority. They remain in the majority Mm -hmm. and they have 51 seats instead of 52 until 2018, where they're heavily favored to pick up more seats. Okay. And more would be out by 2020 and would be the next time he'd be out anyway. I think the next election would be 2020. So we're talking about a very short term Mm -hmm. exposure to one more Democrat vote. Um, probably only until 2018, which people might realize is like a couple weeks away, right? Because mm-hmm. they're probably going to pick up seats anyway. They're, they're at least heavily favored to pick up seats uh, in the Senate in 2018. Um, and, and almost definitely will not lose the uh, majority unless, you know, Trump crashes to 20% approval rating or something and there's a real national wave type of thing that happens. The, yeah. the House is more risky. So, I mean, you're talking about a short-term situation there. Um, will Doug Jones be able to, I don't know, make abortion more legal in 2018 than it is mm, now? No. I, I kind of feel like it's going to be really unlikely unless, mm-hmm. you know, he becomes king uh, or something. And on the other side, well, you know, uh, will Roy Moore be better in a short-term policy sense? Yeah. I mean, he has, he will vote for probably tax reform if he's if he's around for it. And maybe right. is tax reform a little bit better <laughs> than what we have now? Sure. There are minor policy gains you might get out of that. But the upside is incredibly minimal here, uh, if there's any. And I think mm-hmm. there's a real argument that associating your party with people like Moore and Trump over a long period of time is very negative for your party and negative for the conservative movement. If you look at it the other way, if Moore loses here and in 2020 you bring in a good Republican in Alabama who would be overwhelmingly favored to win, is that a price worth paying? It may be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I don't see that there's a real win either way, even with the with the, uh, you know, with the consequences of this election. It's 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 much more a nothing, uh, a nothing burger, as they say, than I think it's been. Advertised. I think you're right. And it, and so as we turn our our thoughts then to next year and and 2018, 34 seats are up for grabs. Mm-hmm. Twenty five of those are Democrats. Yep. So the it's, vast majority of them. Are Democratic held anyway, and uh, they'd need to gain three seats to take control, and it, it's going to be almost impossible for them. Yeah, I mean, you really look at this. There's you'd a, have to win Texas, right? Yeah, I mean, you'd have yeah, to win, win Utah. You're not winning that. You're not going to do either of those. Nope. Wyoming, nope. no. Nebraska, Nebraska no. Nope. Louis, uh, Mississippi, no. no. Tennessee, Tennessee, no, no. no. So they're not, all safe. Yeah, they're all safe. I mean, there are a couple uh, states here and there that, you know, you, they, it's possible you could pick off. And, you know, it's possible if Steve Bannon keeps getting his way with these candidates that they do pick off a couple of these seats. But there's so many opportunities in states that Trump won to knock off Democrats mm-hmm. that you have to believe that the Senate is relatively safe. The House is another matter. I mean, they could lose the House. Uh, you know, what are we up by 30? Is it, I mean, not we. Yeah, Republicans right. are Something up by like 30. That. And that's so that if you think about that, you know, you're, that's really only switching 15, 20 seats. Yeah. You need to go the opposite direction. And, you know, there's enough of that going on right now. I mean, I think, you know, this there's people who are talking about when you talk about just politically this this tax plan, for example, 
which kind of burns. Um, if it burns anybody, it burns blue. Uh, it burns uh, high tax states. And there's a bunch of people who are Republicans who are moderates that are in New York and New Jersey and places like that that have seats mm -hmm. and are they're pissed off about this and they may punish the Republicans. They could easily lose the House and then it, you know then you get, get nothing done. Now they don't got the thing is they had control of all of them. They got nothing done anyway. Yeah. Um, we'll see if they actually get tax reform across the. That's why again I almost don't care about that because. They're not doing anything now. Yeah, they're not really doing anything now anyway. So I mean, at least as you hold one or the other, you can stop really bad legislation. And yeah. That's all I'm hoping for now. Just exactly. Stop the don't, really bad stuff. Don't make stuff. it worse. I mean, yeah. you know, would, if they get this tax thing done, that'll be good, I think. I guess. Generally, I'm not thrilled by it. And uh, this not is at all. The, the, what, the bad side about getting tax reform done now is that this is your shot at getting it done for the next decade. You know, you don't get mm -hmm. many shots at this. And it's, it's a very mediocre to bad package. But it's still, I think, better than our current situation. I think it will help hiring. I think it will help companies. Yeah, if uh, you get the if you get the twenty percent uh, for businesses, it's pretty. That, that's, that's pretty. That's going to spur the, econ uh, that's the economy. Significant. That's significant. yeah. That should that should be helpful. Now, I'm I'm looking at this two two seventy to win this uh, yeah this map that we have. Yep. Are the gray the the states that are up for grabs? Is that is that what this means? Um, I think. Uh, what we have here is is this is like kind of the so you have some that are they have open. Idaho in no. the gray. I don't think Idaho there's an election. No, Idaho is just no election. I think. Oh, no election. Okay. Um, yeah. So if you see the beige, the beige is, is uh, sort of uh, up for grabs. Uh, up for grabs, uh, and in the red would be already favored. Right. Uh, for Republicans. So like the, okay. the way they have it map, mapped out with none of the controversial uh, elections being decided is forty nine to forty. So basically what you need is one extra victory that's not on this map. Nevada, Arizona, Florida, uh, Missouri, uh, you know, Wisconsin, Montana. Montana. So the I Senate's mean, safe. Doable. The Senate should be— North should, Dakota. Should have no problem. Now, if they lose Alabama, this will move back down to 48, I believe, so they'd have to pick up two. Yeah. But still, either okay. way— it's, Either way, it's doable. They should have no problem holding on to the that, Senate. The Senate. It's just, and that's just systemic. It's got nothing to do with Republican popularity, how great they are, how Republican mm -hmm. the country is. Just way more Democratic seats are up for debate this time right. than Democratic uh, Republican seats. Republicans are just not risking a lot in this election, and that's just a quirk of the way the scheduling happened this time. Um, now the House is another thing because everybody's up, and you know that can go at any time. I mean, they they could absolutely mm -hmm. lose that here, and if they lose that here. You know, that's, that's a big that's an issue uh, for anything that Trump wants to get done, which is why, you know, the Obamacare thing was such a big disaster. You can't waste six months passing nothing. And that's what they did because they're, you know, awful. The worst. <laughs> really, in every way. They're terrible. Um, you know, it's, it's not it's not an inspiring time to care about this stuff. It's really not. You know, I got to You know, I don't know if, if you guys are like this, but it's like we talk about these issues. And, and I think like I think the Alabama thing is is interesting. I don't know that it's important, but it's interesting, and in that I want to mm -hmm. see how how does this you know how does this play out with a with a normal person? Because I think the average person is sitting there going like, I don't I don't know whether to believe this accusation from thirty years ago or not. Mm -hmm. I mean, enough people are making that determination because let's be honest about it. Donald Trump won Alabama by twenty eight points. Mm -hmm. This should not be a close election. Right. The fact that we're even talking about this today indicates how badly things are going right now right. Uh, for Moore. And Republicans generally, I think it's not all just Roy Moore. Um, you know, I don't think, I think, but if Luther Strange, who I am not a fan of, would have run uh, and, and won the election, he, he would be up by 20. Or Mo Brooks. Mo Brooks be would fantastic. be up by 15 or 20. Yes. You know, I mean, yeah. it's just, you know, it's not there to take. 
really the bigger issue is who's who's left on the NFL network to broadcast <laughs> anything. <laughs> I mean, There's going to be no shows left. Yeah, I mean, any shows left. They're done. They're, uh, that is incredible. So at least, what, five now, they're saying? Five. Two of them are gone already. Yep, McNabb. McNabb is former gone. Former Eagle, of course. And uh, uh, there's one other guy who's gone. Yeah. And then he's uh, Eric Davis yeah, is gone. And they're both over at ESPN, and they've been suspended from ESPN now. That already happened? Yes, I just, I just already... saw them talk about it. So Marshall Falk. Who, All-time great. I, I, he's great. Mm-hmm. Ike Taylor and Heath Evans. Uh, all suspended, and you know they're going to be fired. You know they are. Uh, it's just, it's just you, the way this goes. I guess you just as soon right? as you're accused, it's it's, it's over. over, and I, it's I, over. Now I don't know if she she says there were texts and there were pictures and video sent. If she kept those, you know that's some evidence. Yeah, I mean that's certainly some evidence. Um, and, and, and you know again, it's it's hard to determine uh, these situations in retrospect. One of the accusations also gets Warren Sapp. Now Sapp had already been oh, yeah, fired. Sapp. Uh, because he solicited a prostitute at the 2015 <laughs> right. Super Bowl. Which, yeah. you know, have, I mean, yeah. have, we've all been there, right? Uh, oh. In the 2015 Super Bowl, we've oh all gosh. solicited prostitutes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so we're right there. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he already got fired for this. But it, I was reading some of the <laughs> accusations about him. And, you know, it's hard. Mm. Some of it you can't tell. You could see it going over okay in the moment, right? They're jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them, even if they are mm-hmm. illicit jokes or uh, salacious uh, material, Sometimes, I mean, everybody's had those moments with friends of theirs who they think everything's fine and they, they, you know, you say things that maybe are untoward at some level. If someone's bothered by it, it's kind of, you you have to just judge that, right? And the weird thing, though, is a lot of these women aren't saying anything about it. Yeah. These, and then years later, they come back and say, hey, he did this and this and this and this. Well, you didn't say anything at the time. How was I supposed to know that you didn't like it? Exactly. I mean, you have to show both sides have to work together here. If you, yes. if somebody says something to you that you don't like, you have to yes. you have to express some level of uncomfortability. For instance, and then they have to pick it up. The the woman who uh, took the photo with Larry King, and he ran his hand down her back into her dress, down her butt cheeks, and into her butt crack, and then How? left his fingers there for ten seconds. Um, she said nothing. She smiled for the photo, and everybody went their merry way. Yeah, I'm sorry. You gotta, you gotta say, "Excuse me." Get your Could hands. You get your hand out of my doing? dress. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? Especially like that's not even a uh, employer-employee relationship where you could at right. least argue. I was worried about my job. Right. You're getting a photo she's taken not, with a guy. She's not worried about her uh, job. That one I don't understand. I don't get it. Although I did read one uh, from the because <laughs> some of the one some of the stuff in the NFL Network report is really bad. It is. Yeah. Um, there was one moment of the Warren Sapp thing that I. I'm not going to, I don't know how to react to it. So apparently the woman who was suing was, uh, had to work in the bathroom. She had to fold clothes and I guess they set her up in the men's bathroom for some reason. Now, why on she's, earth? Wait, folding. Oh yeah. She's, she's folding the wardrobe clothes. person. Yeah. She's the wardrobe so person. She's folding clothes in the bathroom. They set her up in the bathroom. Okay. Now she's in the men's bathroom. Warren Sapp comes into the bathroom. Uh, this is a problem to start out. I mean, we've started out on a really bad right. What could go wrong? Right. But I mean, like you guys, in entertainment, right, sometimes you're in a dressing room. Like, I, we've been in dressing rooms before where people are yeah. running around. Think about the Victoria's Secret show backstage. There's people running around in bras all over the place, right? Like, you know, Donald Trump said he went back and checked on, on, the, yes. teen, on the teen beauty show just to make sure everything was okay. And they right. just happened to be changing. These things happen. Right. Um, so she's set up in the in the men's bathroom, and Warren Sapp walks in. And Wait he, a minute. We're going to hear the rest of the story in just a second. Okay. We'll be back. Uh, more Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. You are listening to Pat Gray 
on the Blaze Radio Network. So, the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, Stu's telling the story. The uh, wardrobe girl at the NFL Network who's been sexually harassed. She's in there. She's in the men's bathroom because that's where they set her up to fold clothes. Right. Obviously. You know, so we've all folded clothes <laughs> we've all been there, in right? the opposite sex bathroom yeah, yes. before. Gotta that's part of everybody's Obviously. job. Obviously. Then Warren Sapp walks in. So Warren Sapp walks in. And, uh, you know, I, what do you do in that situation if you're the wardrobe person? I mean, you know. It, there is a level you'd probably of probably leave, don't you? If a guy's in there, you'd probably you, leave. You kind of think so. I mean, I will say there's a there's there's a weird thing that goes on with people who are in wardrobe and makeup. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, if you're changing, if you're on a movie set, or if you're, uh, you know, we were talking about the Victoria's Secret show, right? Yeah. What goes on backstage there? People are getting changed, and, and like that's part of that job. Like you're walking around people who are in underwear or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, you know, so some of that, I guess, if in an entertainment facility, like. It's possible you could be in that situation as a wardrobe person, I guess, where you might be in like a place where people are coming and changing, but right. pretty odd. Right? Maybe. Mm-hmm. So she's fully closed in the men's bathroom. Uh, Warren Sapp walks in and uh, uh, and he walks over, looks at her, and then strolls into the area where the urinal is, apparently fairly close to her, okay? mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and decides uh, to, to tinkle. <laughs> Okay. With her right there. Yeah. Okay. So he. But I mean, he has to go to the bathroom. He has to go to the bathroom. Well, and he's gone into, by the way, the men's bathroom. I would also say, isn't it her responsibility to leave? Right. Well, wouldn't you just like walk out, yeah. right? Like, that's, walk that's out. That's what I'd be like. Let oh, him have oh, his oh my privacy. God. Yeah. Now, probably he should say, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. Could you mind right. stepping out for or a minute? He, he could, if he's a gentleman, maybe go into one of the stalls and right. do it there. And I don't know what the size of the bathroom was here. Yeah. Like, if you picture it as only one bathroom, this it gets a little bit more intimate than you probably want here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, so she apparently decides, the, her answer to that is to yell at him and tell him to get out. Get out of the bathroom. Um, so he's going to the bathroom. She says, hey, what are you doing? Get out of here. And his response is, sorry, mama, your office shouldn't be in our crapper. <laughs> It's <laughs> a legitimate it's point. A legit I'm sorry. Point. That's a legit point. Now, sorry, I, mama. Sorry, your mama. Your office should be in our crapper, and I it think shouldn't. that is a legitimate point. We can all kind of agree on. Her <laughs> office should not be in our crapper. Uh, so common ground. I, I feel like oh, that is actually that strange. that sentence. With the, with one exception, is it's not crapper. It was actually the s word. The, <laughs> oh, the, uh, okay, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, with er on the end. Um, but that mm. sto- that sentence actually appears in the lawsuit. Oh, that's Sorry, Mama, your office shouldn't be in our crapper. <laughs> I feel like I want a T-shirt that just. <laughs> Sorry, Mama, your office shouldn't be Can you be imagine that would be the best-selling T-shirt of all time? <laughs> Pack Ray Unleashed got a, mer- a burgeoning merchandise business. This can happen. It's Sorry, yours for Mama, free. Your office shouldn't be in our crapper. If that fit on the front of a T-shirt, uh, I might have it. I might have it. Maybe just a bumper sticker, <laughs> though, in your car, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. You, you've been known to I've have several ba- have bumper stickers on your a car. A few bumper stickers. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. a big bumper sticker guy. All right. Thanks, Stu. Thanks, man. I'll be uh, listening for you on Glenn's show tomorrow. 888 More Pat Grand Leach coming up.
Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. Yes, I am. And so are you. Thanks for being here. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. We're just still talking about the, uh, just the unbelievable uh, situation situation at the NFL Network. Wow, is that bad? Uh, and you talk about careers going right down the to- toilet, uh, literally in the case of uh, Warren Sapp, uh, <laughs> who went to the toilet apparently with a woman in there. First of all, why is the NFL Network setting up her shop in the men's bathroom? Yeah, that's weird in of itself. Really strange to begin with. And she was okay with that start. And then you had to know that somebody's going to have to go while you're in there, right? So if if you see a man come into the room, wouldn't you leave temporarily and let him do his thing? Mm. I, I don't know. It's just... And these guys, you know, they don't care that a woman's in there. Warren Sapp, he doesn't care. <laughs> so it's going to be up to her to probably remove herself from the situation. I, I don't know. Just really strange. Uh, and then, again, the Larry King situation is mind-numbing. I can't even imagine it. I can't get my head around somebody being that brazen to stick their hand down somebody's dress like that and leave it. Leave your fingers there. I, I just don't, I don't understand it. It doesn't seem possible. It's inconceivable to me. I keep using that word. I don't think it means what I think it means. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Speaking of football, we also have uh, Rob from Florida. He's apparently a Packer fan. Uh, Rob, uh, you're on the blaze. Hi. How are you doing, Pat? Doing good. I've been scouring the Aaron Rodgers news, and I don't know where you found that source that you just told us about 30 minutes ago that he's back officially for Sunday because he's not, my friend. And He's not? I, 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 is, he's it, not. is he completely out? Because maybe I misread it on ESPN. It said that I thought that Aaron Rodgers is going to yes. play against Carolina, but maybe it didn't Crossroads, say that. Crossroads, they're, they're, they're the decision-making. But we won't find out until later today because I've been watching the feeds. I, I've got multiple PCs open here all day long. And, and uh, when you said that, I thought, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, did I miss it? So I went back and I checked every side, and so far, uh, no. But uh, you've been bringing up this uh, the conversation about the NFL Network. Yeah. Remember, where the the first uh, casualty of their their star anchors to fall was none other than former Packer Darren Sharper, who turned out to be a complete heathen, <laughs> I mean, a total rape artist who was doing prison time. Oh he wow! He was fired from the network. Uh, how long ago was that? That was like a couple of years ago, maybe three years ago. And then until they found out that he was, remember, he was drugging Jeez. women in multiple cities and filming them and raping them. And oh, that's while he was right. an anchor, My oh, it started gosh. with Darren Sharper. <laughs> the NFL Network Jeez. is not like they're multiple all... black eyes. <laughs> oh, they're going to be decimated with this. <laughs> I mean, yeah. good it's golly. Uh, unbelievable. Warren Sapp should be vindicated, first of all. I didn't know the details. Right. Well, sounds to me like Warren Sapp should be fully, if anybody should be protesting, it should be him. Unless there's a lot more that he also yeah. did. But if it's right. just that incident, I'm sorry. I don't think he's in the wrong there. He's in the men's bathroom. What are you doing yeah, in there? Well, <laughs> sadly, sadly we, we, we start with our great James Lofton, 
Um, and we go to Darren Sharper. We're not unscathed as Packer fans, and um, it's ugly over there. <laughs> it is. And, you know, this is going to hit ESPN, too. It's You know oh, that's yeah. coming. You know it's coming. No, you just got to expect it. Yep. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Rob. I yeah. mean, when you've got guys like Peyton Manning being accused of this kind of stuff, and he was at Tennessee, yeah. he supposedly mooned or himself to a, a woman trainer. Now, he claims he was mooning a uh, fellow teammate who was walking out of the room, uh-huh. and she just happened to be there at the time. Uh, so whether you believe that or not, I don't know. Fun fact of uh, Darren Sharper, convicted of those crimes. Um, he was, in fact, convicted. I'm, yeah, yeah, he did okay. jail time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have held his Super Bowl ring. And um, in retrospect, after that news broke, didn't feel so good about that. Um, his yeah. uh, his is pretty cool story. A friend of mine and I were uh, at a uh, I don't know a, a bar in Houston uh, watching football games, and his brother Jamie Sharper played for the Texans at the time. And the parents came in to see Darren Sharper's uh, football game. Uh, that was an early game, mm-hmm. and they didn't have a place to sit. We didn't know who they were, and they just asked, "Hey, can we sit here?" Oh, sure, plenty of room. And we just got to talking. And the dad, uh, Darren Sharper's dad, had that Super Bowl ring from the Packers Super Bowl way back in the day. And uh, let us take a look at it. And boy, it was nice. But boy, wonder what mm. it had seen before. Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, you just have no idea. Mm-hmm. You just have no idea what these guys. You would never. I would never suspect this of Marshall Falk. Yeah. I mean, Marshall Falk, a, a Hall of Fame member, uh, one of the great running backs of all time, seemingly a good guy. I mean, you've got no reason to think otherwise when you're watching his broadcast. He seems to be respectful of everybody. Uh, he's not a loudmouth. Uh, he's not a showboater. You would, it, it's surprising to hear these kinds of allegations. Uh, the same with Heath Evans. Heath Evans seems like a decent guy. Seems like a classy guy. And then you find out, well, maybe not so much. <laughs> maybe not. Uh, crazy. Triple eight. 933.93. Also, we're just a couple of days away now from uh, the opening of The Last Jedi, Star Wars Last Jedi. Carrie Fisher's death, of course, a year ago is made even more tragic by the fact that she's, she's the actual star of the new Star Wars movie. Her general, Leia Organa, is all over this movie, apparently, which soars, according to this review, and aims for... Operatic drama that is punctuated by a number of Fisher's one-liners and wisecracks. So, from what I understand, she died during filming. Yeah. And they had to do some CGI with her, That was right? my understanding, too. Yep. Yeah, because uh, run an untimely death. Really sad. Um, she wisecracked her way through the original three Star Wars movie. Then, uh, you know, things like Shampoo, movies like Soap Dish. Uh, did a lot of movies. She was in, I think she was in When Harry Met Sally, too, right? Oh, really? Yeah, I think she was the friend of mm. of uh, Meg Ryan in that movie. Mm. So, anyway, apparently she's very good in this Star Wars movie, and uh, so is her CGI character. And uh, this act, this particular installment of Star Wars is getting really good reviews. Which is fun because I, you know, I've got everybody's got high expectations for this, right? Mm-hmm. Every Star Wars fan has high expectations. There's nobody who thinks eh, this probably isn't going to be very good. Yeah, but the guys were talking earlier about how you've got to avoid <laughs> social media. You got to avoid news outlets and and going online until you get to see it. I've got my tickets. Uh, 
but it's for like a week out. So for a week, I got to hope people oh, don't ruin yeah. it for me online. So you're not seeing it until like a week from Thursday or Friday? Oh, yeah. So uh, whatever day that is, Thursday, I think it is, the 22nd-ish, 24 to 5, I don't know. Yeah, we're probably going to go not this weekend, but on Monday. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, there's going to be all kinds of stuff online. You're going to call and ruin it for me? I mean, I sh- certainly know you're not going to go on Twitter and ruin it for me since, you know. <laughs> That's no spend, danger. There's no log, danger. Don't log too that. many hours there, do you? <laughs> what? Uh, uh, only the hours where I'm just posting something real quick. Well, when you, you know, post, like, like when you'll, I post, you'll like post the things that I post, like memorable under, segments from you know, the like show, things from the show. the show. Yes, that's what I post, and, and uh, then uh, stuff. And sometimes I'll use all 280 characters. Mm-hmm. In and there. sometimes you'll just you'll just log on and <laughs> and hit the heart a couple times, you know, and just say, sometimes, "Hey, love your tweet there, right. heart, heart, heart," and then right. go back about it your day. It just depends on what kind of mode I'm in at the time. Sure. On and any any given time. Same same with Facebook, you know, cuz I'm always jumping on Facebook and posting something there. <laughs> right? Uh so I mean, we can't get you off of it. I mean, I don't know who spends more time, you know, you on social media or Jeffy on Netflix. Uh, be Jeffy on Netflix. Uh yes. Mm-hmm. You always know when Jeffy enters the equation that uh <laughs> <laughs> He's going to wind up on the bad side of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bitcoin. Hmm. This is good news for you if you're a, if you're a Bitcoin person. Yeah. You have invested, right, in Bitcoin? You I got have. some. Checking right now what our, you made me want to look up the, oh, oh hello. Bitcoin, wh- what's it up to right now? $17,630. Oh, wow. Seventeen six. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. up about 1000 from what it was, right? Because wasn't it yeah. sixteen six or somewhere uh, in there yesterday? Yeah. Um, I think it was. Hold on, 24 hours. Oh, my gosh. I'm not enjoying this app right now. Yeah, it's up uh, $960 in the last uh, Pretty good, yes. 24 hours. That's but, a decent investment. But see, Litecoin, Litecoin is $346 per coin right now. Uh, Yesterday at this time, I got to do it. It was uh, $153 per Litecoin. And what is it now? Uh, 346 Oh, my gosh. So it's... Uh, wow. It's, Definitely gone up, or it's gone up. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's gone up 153 dollars. So it's around 200, about one, uh, 190 at this time. And what's yesterday. Ethereum doing? 346. Ethereum is up uh, to 618. So it's up 30 percent. So here we go. Last 24 hours, Bitcoin up uh, 5 percent. Ethereum up 30 percent. Litecoin up 79 percent. I gotta make a call. Today. Yes, you do. Gonna make a call. <laughs> Uh, so just prepare yourselves because I'm about to get into this. It's about to tank. So if you want to cash out now, since Pat's getting <laughs> into the market now, yep, it's all over. You've got about 18 minutes to cash out because he's going to make a phone call. This is interesting though, because one month ago, a chart from Convoy Investments uh, went viral because it was showing that the fi- the the worst asset bubble in of all time in world history was you know what it was the biggest asset bubble in world history. In world history. Yeah. It's not the tulips? Tulips. Okay. The tulip mania in uh, Holland. Yes, when tulips went up like, you know, 8 million percent or whatever it was. I mean, it's a tulip bulb. People were buying homes with them for a while. A month later, the price of Bitcoin. So the so Bitcoin was the second highest uh, investment bubble. It just passed the tulip mania situation in the oh. 1600s. It is the biggest bubble in world history. Wow. Don't pop. Its price has gone up 17 times this year, 64 times over the last three years, and it has now superseded the Dutch tulip climb over that same time frame 
from like 1632 to 1634 in that period somewhere. Uh, pretty amazing. So I don't know if that means that you stay in for the ride because they did say in this same article that they expect it to hit $40,000 at the end of the year. At that price, it's still worth investing in, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's triple the money almost. Even at well, 17, it's a little over double, about two and a half times. But still, if it finishes the the year at 40000 it's still definitely worthwhile to get in now. Unless I do, and then you know it's going to be over. Yeah, what time are you making that phone call? <laughs> hmm? About 16 minutes, I think. And uh, who are you making the phone call <clears throat> to? Uh, my investment guy. Oh, who's your investment guy? Uh, I can't tell you that. Okay. So in other words, he's not going to be making a phone call. You got a little <laughs> bit more time, folks. Yeah. Okay. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, let's go to David in Florida. David, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, how you doing, Pat? Doing good. I was just listening to you talk to Rob, mm-hmm. and in regards to the mooning situation. Yeah. Yeah, and like you know he. Allegedly mooned, a, he claimed he mooned a, a guy, a friend of his, one of the team members that was leaving the room, right. and yet there was a woman trainer in the room, so then it came out that he mooned her. Exactly. So, you know, I mean, it's kind of hard to designate who your moon is directed at, <laughs> especially in a group setting. Yes. So, I mean, unless you had like a <laughs> pointer laser, you know, in yeah. the anal orifice. Uh-huh. And you were practiced at it and experienced, then, you know, it'd be easy to then directly designate and who the intended moon was headed for. Very nicely put. Thank you, David. Appreciate that. <laughs> Quote. Or here's another thing. Maybe you don't moon in front of multiple people. Maybe you don't moon anybody ever. Uh, that's another little safety tip. What if Peyton Manning hadn't mooned his friend and teammate? that was walking through the training room. That way he wouldn't be accused of this, right? Huh. Just a, you know, little safety tip for you. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up in a second. Pat Gray Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. returns on the blaze radio network uh wow this is kind of interesting we were just talking about bitcoin and the bubble uh, the biggest ever investment bubble in world history uh somebody just did a bitcoin transaction at an atm apparently they bought 35 dollars worth of bitcoin at point zero zero one six eight uh Right? No. Well, $35 would buy you about that. Yeah, that's right. Yes, that I'm much sorry. of a Bitcoin. That's what you're saying. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I'm sorry. So it, it bought them 0.00168, so 0.17 Bitcoins. 16 thousandths of a Bitcoin is oh. what they purchased for 35 bucks. Time to retire. But that's cool that you could do that at an ATM. Yeah. I had no idea. I wonder what bank that is. Does it say? Uh, no. Not that I can see here. Uh, kiosk operated by is just who operates it, and then the website 
Uh, redditcoin.com. I, okay, so apparently you can do these transactions just about anywhere. Yeah. Also, we've been talking about this uh, unbelievable situation at the NFL Network. Almost no one works there anymore because they've all been accused of sexual harassment. Uh, three of their biggest broadcasters, Marshall Falk, Heath Evans, and Ike Taylor, who are always on the network, have been suspended pending an investigation into this former employee's claims against them. Now, could this just be a former employee who's pissed off that she got fired because she did get fired a while ago? And I think the answer to that is yes. But she says that there's texts and emails with video from these guys, and maybe they've, maybe she's shown that or shared that with the NFL Network execs. If if so, these guys are done, and they're you know their broadcast careers are over, and they should be. If they're guilty of this, they should be, right? But it, what is troubling here and so unsettling? is the speed at which people are being dismissed from their jobs pending no evidence. Like, okay, you're gone. We're, now we're going to do the investigation. Well, what happened to innocent until proven guilty? That's just completely out the way. That's not a thing anymore. No. That's not an American thing. I just bought some uh, Litecoin <laughs> just in case your threat is real. Uh, in case you are going to call and make a purchase, mm-hmm. by the way. Um, mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I believe I am. Okay, nine minutes, folks, to make your Bitcoin, <laughs> Litecoin, uh, Ethereum, all those purchases you've been thinking about. Why don't mm-hmm. you do them now before Pat ruins it all for us, okay? All right. Okay. Uh, thanks for the safety tip. Mm-hmm. By the way, the Alabama election going on right now, this is the big one that we're all paying attention to. Like Stu said, though, is it really that big a deal? Let's say he loses. What does that mean in the Senate? It means the Republicans still have a 51-49 majority. They can still do everything they're doing now, or they can still not do everything they're not doing now. <laughs> I mean, they're just, they're so worthless. What difference does it make? Uh, 888-900-3393. Gordon in Florida. Welcome to the blaze. Hey, Pat. Hey. Uh, I just wanted to bring it to, to y'all's attention that there's a good chance that Warren Sapp just happened to think that this woman identified as a male and the, <laughs> the insensitivity of the NFL is just painful to think that they would you know, put this poor trans uh, in through this you know situation with Warren Sapp is just incredible. Wow. I mean, he was just respecting the rules, the social rules that were being put through now. Huh. Uh, I mean, that's a really good point, Gordon. And don't think somebody's not going to use that. Eventually. I was just about to say, thanks for the call. Why not I, try that? Defense? Why not try it? <laughs> why not? Look, I, I identified as a female there. Um, and so <laughs> look, we were both females in the, yes. in the bathroom together. So what? This world makes zero sense. Try anything. Someone's bound to believe you at and, the right time. And isn't that what we were trying to warn against in the beginning? Mm-hmm. Was that some heterosexual, we weren't even saying it would be a transsexual person. Some heterosexual would go in there claiming to be uh, a woman screaming to get out of a man's frame. And they'd be the ones to go in and leer at women or sexually harass or molest our daughters our wives our girlfriends whatever that that was the thought process and for some reason nobody paid any attention to that nope. uh james in texas you're on the blaze hi well two things I, I feel really bad for all my i just moved uh from auburn alabama to dallas so i okay. I, I was exposed to the year of of craziness but i wondered had anybody asked 
the the fourteen year old accuser or any of them why they didn't come out. I understand the thirty years doesn't really bother me because I might not want to share stuff that happened to me yeah. and be embarrassed. Yeah. But it was very conducive in Alabama at the start of the year when we lost uh, Bentley for sexual issues, uh, the governor, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. Strange was also involved with. They thought you know they they uh, uh, he got the seat you know, the temporary seat because he was doing favors for Bentley and so forth. So you had an environment, and we also had Mike Hubbard also sent to prison. So all of that happened around March and April of this year. And so I don't know why they waited. When you had a conducive environment, me too, they could have been kind of as a group rather than standing alone. They didn't bring it up in the first primary. They didn't bring it up in the second runoff primary. They waited until all the way till now to then bring it up. Seems like a little bit odd that if you're going to wait 30 years because you don't want to, you know, put yourself out there. Well, you'd come out during the conducive portion of the year, which was in March and April. And in reality, I just feel really bad for all the Alabama voters because I can tell you, I hated all the candidates when I was there. And I can Mm -hmm. technically still vote, but hell, I'm not going back to Alabama to vote for trash on both sides. So I just didn't know if you knew of anybody asking that question related to all of the Alabama sexual no, you know, uh, issues going on earlier this year. I don't think anybody is asking that question, and it's a good, it's a good one, James. Uh, that's why I think a lot of Alabama voters believe this is politically motivated, and, and they think, well, the timing is so interesting. Obviously, it was designed to hurt Roy Moore, and so they kind of discount it. I think a lot of that's going on. Well, it's 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 crap. However, it works out today. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are going to be upset either way. They didn't want either one of them. So, yeah. But it's the way it goes. Well, y'all have a great day. Would you have Would you have voted you with? Would you have wanted uh, Mo Brooks or or Strange? I I wanted Mo Brooks. Yeah. But, yeah good uh, choice. Wish uh, you would have had. I had a very big issue with uh, Strange because of all the discussions with him. Yeah. Kind of getting the you know the Bentley nod. Yeah. And then Mike Hubbard and then all this. I I can't. Dan Roy Moore. Ooh, I, my whole family was in town. And they were like, who is this piece of trash? Because wow. all we saw was just ad after ad after ad. So, no, I didn't even vote <laughs> in the pri- first primary because I was just like, this Disgusted. is ridiculous. You know, no one's voting for the one guy that seems reputable who is Mo Brooks. You and know? that's, that's what, all that, about. Yeah, that's what our thought process was, too. Uh, thanks, James. Which is why we had Mo, Mo Brooks on several times, mm-hmm. because he was the guy that made the most sense. He was the actual conservative. He wasn't the establishment Republican. He was the conservative Republican. And he didn't have a bunch of baggage to carry around with him like Roy Moore does, like Luther Strange did. But they didn't see fit uh, Mm -hmm. to vote for him in the primary. Hmm, Kind of feels like uh, something we went through (laughs) with a guy named, what was his name, Ted... It's on the tip of my tongue. 26, just last year. Ted Crud, Ted Krim, We're close. Ted Kroop. We're close. Kroop was a croup, like the cough that no, no, babies no, no, no. get. No, no you're no, getting there, though. Ted, close, though. Ted Kroop, <laughs> circa, 20, uh, circa 2017. Who, by the way, is up for re-election uh, in 2018 now. So uh, we'll have a chance to hear from him again very soon. Uh, 888-900-3393. You can use that uh, phone number tomorrow. Plus, we're going to be doing a Facebook Live later on uh, today. So watch for us. Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.